with the doctor's office Hello. another glorious episode of the quincy jones show number 270 which means drum roll please there's only 30 episodes left bro yeah countdown to 300 is live and well i'm your host quincy jones go there and i'm uh actually I- i'm a guest right now because i'm in the doc's house this is uh his abode his uh He's staying patient as a patient in the waiting room Ah. Ah. Now that I've got you now. <laughs> now, now, now that I, my sly entertainment has, has mm. got you in. Well, um, I'm done playing esteemed hosts of well, the venue now. Did, did you, I, I didn't get a chance to even peep Deadline. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I saw did a see lot some of highlights. Clips. Yeah, and I did see one match, but I didn't get to see it in the entirety. But I'm Doc Lester, by the way, if you guys didn't get that. But, you know, hip hop hybrid, only one in existence, you know, hip hop, pro wrestling. You guys know the deal. Yeah. Uh, but deadline, yeah. Honestly, if you if we did predictions, I would not. I don't think I would have won points because I was I was surprised by some of the winners, but in a good way because you know they got to try to shuffle the deck, especially ahead of New Year's Evil, ahead of the end of Ugh. the year. You got the end of the year I, awards I, I on the way up that too. Name, so dude. I'm not gonna lie to you. The, the... I'll be honest. New Year's Evil sounds like an unused ECW yeah. pay per view name yeah. from like the '90s, and, and sure. I don't know which it would have hit. Yeah, but and because they, but, they but, didn't but, use it, but because it, it, of their aesthetic, less, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's why when yeah. I was, I'm like, oh, they got it now, and then they got this little like devil baby, and I'm like, what is, why? Like we don't we don't need just yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, no, like, yeah, it, yeah that's it, a weird. It's yeah. that the logo's always been questionable. For yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. like, maybe put like a Undertaker logo or something. I don't know. He he, he big evil. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, t- the the two biggest things. For sure, to come out of uh, deadline is that Trick Williams did win the men's Iron Survivor I did hear match, about that, yeah. um, and uh, Blair Davenport also won uh, the this, uh, her uh, uh, respective women's Iron Survivor match. At the end, she was in the middle of a cutting a promo, and I know that Lyra came out with the belt, was at the top of the ramp, and then Cora Jade made her return. So that was you know the big mm. thing going on. I only say that because that's just kind of how my review starts, you know. So. Without having to over backtrack. No, no, you're good. I mean, I figured, I thought maybe she was already, I mean, you know, I don't watch. So I thought maybe she had already been on screen because I know that. Yeah, it's been four long months, as she has said Mm. in her promo. The only reason is because I know that there's been a lot of footage of her and Punk lately. Uh, Ah, yeah. I believe she would, I don't know if she was backstage and they got footage, but I know when she, I think she was doing something for like uh, the website. You know, specific content, and then yeah, yeah the okay. I think that's walk, what it was. It was like a digital her, yeah. content type thing. Yeah. And then I saw you took a picture with her and Cause Roxy because you know, oh yeah, the father daughter. He's, like, he's thing, like, oh, yeah. it's me and AJ's kids, and I was like, oh, my God. yeah, it's like, I was like, oh, you're gonna buy them five hundred dollars Starbucks cards and hand them out, and yeah. it's just like rinse repeat, dude. God, yeah. Damn. And I do have a little bit of news on him because a lot of yeah. people feel like right now, um, and I'm sure we'll get into some of his promos. Yeah, I stuff, figured it, it's know? worth it now. I mean, we didn't used to do a whole lot with the main roster just because it was kind of up and down, but. Yeah. Shit's changing now. Yeah. <laughs> 
But I'll, if you want, I can just kick off with my review. Yeah, um, yeah, go ahead, man. We got NXT this week. It starts off with Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes, man. They are shown walking to the arena from the parking lot, definitely seeming on the same page, which is a breath of fresh air from how they've been presented uh, since, I think, October. Uh, when we see Trick is mobbed by media following his Iron Survivor victory, Melo pauses for a moment with Trick, realizes it's his moment, and then noticeably continues to walk inside the arena uh, while Trick kind of you know deals with the questions and stuff. Then we get the NXT intro and the deadline recap, and then we see Melo is shown laying on the ground in pain, favoring his knee as referees and trainers, you know, and of course Trick all come to his aid trying to figure out what happened and who's responsible. So, and then just to add on, later on, Trick uh, is with Melo in the trainer's room. Uh, he's getting checked, and the doctor says everything appears to be fine. So you know he's clear for competition as tolerated. Uh, which Trick is happy because he Mello was announced uh, by HBK last Friday to take part in. He got a few, I think, two picks to be in this U.S. Uh, uh, title tournament right now. So I know Mello. I don't remember who. He, I think he's taking on Grayson Waller. He's in the. Oh yeah, I did see that so. he's on SmackDown. Yeah, okay. I, when you said USL, I'm like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh wait. And I was like, oh yeah, I did see a graphic about that. Yeah. And then also, uh, I do know that I think he beat uh, Lexus King, didn't he? Yeah, the, yeah, the, he yeah, did. Yeah, and then he revealed that it wasn't him. Or I yeah, don't know. he. But I will, I will say this. I, I liked how he played it. He goes, "Yeah, it wasn't me." He's like, "But thanks so much for the PLE spotlight." You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Damn, bro. Because I'm not gonna lie, that wouldn't have came from Brian Pillman Jr. No, no, no. Even though as simple as it was, it's, it's an attitude change. Yeah, definitely. Sure. And then Melo, he wants to know if Melo knows who attacked him. Melo says he he doesn't, but adds, "I know I've been hit like that before." Um, but instead, he opts. He's like by by somebody specifically, but he opts to tell Trick later on. Uh, you know uh, who he thinks it is. He's gonna call him out later on in the night. So I was like, oh, okay. That's, that, that's, that's weird. You wouldn't let your man in. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. I mean, at least have a plan. Yeah, right. Like uh, that's weird. <laughs> Cora Jade has an in ring segment. Says it's been a long, hard, difficult four months, but not for me. For you guys, you know, and details how hard she knows it's been for the fans waiting for a return while they've cried themselves to sleep in their Cora Jade shirts and kissing her eight by tens good night. You know, she's really playing up the heel stuff uh she chose the fans for tweeting her every day and every episode um you know uh it's you know basically about her coming back and now here she is even though she remembers when no one liked her but now everyone's loving her now says that deadlines to remind everyone no matter how deep the woman's roster is everything is just better when i'm around um she uh she does give all the iron survivor entrants their flowers for a hell of a match but at the end of the day all anyone wanted to talk about was her returning and the image of her holding up the nxt title and then of course she gets interrupted by the nxt champion lyra valkyria uh she points out hey you left out the part where you jumped me from behind and adds, you know, in those four months you were gone, you haven't changed. You still favor shortcuts. While she says, I've changed a lot. I'm no longer the same woman you used to mess with. I'm now the NXT Woman's Champ. And then Blair Davenport interrupts, who, you know, obviously won uh, her. Hey, hey, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah <it's laughs> that'd be too. hilarious if she started using that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so she touts her victory over four, four of the top women in the division and reminds Cora she wasn't one of them. Then she tells mm. Lyra, you might be at the top now, but you need to stay focused on me, not her, because at New Year's evil. I'm going to become the next champion like I was always destined to be. Then Lyra says, I'm surprised you two aren't best friends already as you both enjoy attacking people from behind. And then Blair goes to respond, but then they get interrupted by Nikita Lyons. Uh, Nikita yeah, says, I did hear that she came back, right? Yeah, last yeah. week. And uh, yeah. so she's on her way to the ring and says, I remember what you did to me in the parking lot, Blair. And just as she enters the ring, she gets Oh, yeah, because that was when she was attacking a lot of people before she revealed herself, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she gets starts with a forearm before all ladies begin to brawl, which obviously leads to a tag team match set mm. for later on the night. 
and uh, oh, they, they do kick a lot, so yeah, definitely. Uh, and then later All on, right. just to get ahead of it, Lions and both teams have segments backstage. Lions enters uh, Lyra's locker room to make sure she's ready for the tag match. Lyra says, she, you know, I have Davenport in three weeks, you know, at, at uh, debt or at New Year's Evil. I got Lola Vice lurking with her contract. And now NXT's biggest pain in the ass, Cora Jade is back, but I'm ready for all of them. And Lions is like, well, you know, I want Davenport 10 times more than you want. Uh, uh, Cora points out how, you know, you got to come back a day later after you got jumped from behind. I was only, I was on the shelf for nearly a week, or not, not nearly a year, I should say. And then um, Lyra goes to open her locker, and Lions sees a photo and goes, oh, is that you and Tatum? She goes, no, it's me and Beck. And then it's supposed to be her and Becky after she won the belt. Oh, and, I forgot and, you were telling me about that weird character she's been kind of yeah, like doing. Yeah, she's got a really cool finish, though. I got to show you what it looks like. Oh, it's okay. basically it's an inverted um, page turner. Yeah, it's really tight. But she hasn't hit it on TV yet. She's only hit it like on. Page uh, turner is the one where it's almost like a like a based like uh, angle slam. Yeah. But she does. Oh, so they land on their face and their stomach? No, so she is the one inverted. Oh. So she goes like on her back against their back drives them and then when she turns over she hooks the leg it's pretty sick oh, yeah i'll show shit. it to you i saw it on reddit the other day yeah i got yeah i got it yeah that's, that's a different way to go about it okay. yeah definitely but she asks you know oh, is this you and tatum she goes no it's me and becky and then she stops and realizes that tatum a yeah. picture of tatum's face has been cut out and taped over yeah, becky's think, face okay. and of course she looks you know she's like that's creepy and she's like yes pat you know tatum's a real weird girl kind of thing you know and then later on we get um backstage segment with uh what's it Cor- the, the baddies as i say court or not the baddies but yeah i was like wait wait, wait. i was like the baddies are dispelled core jade and blair yeah. they're prepping for their tag match and blair accuses cora she goes you know you stole my moment at deadline jade's like uh no actually lyra is the one who interrupted you mid-sentence and i think that's a rude thing to do is to interrupt someone mid-sentence and if i didn't if she didn't do that i wouldn't have attacked her so really i kind of made sure you had your moment and then Blair puts her on notice. She's like, well, no matter whenever you think you're getting a title shot, I'm going to be the next champion, you know, after New Year's Evil. So you might not have even been facing Lyra. And then Cora goes, oh, wow, you're aggressive and assertive. I could definitely work with that tonight. And then, <laughs> you know, she's like, um, you know, and she calls dibs on Jade. I'm sorry, not Jade, on Lyra while she calls dibs on Lions. And she goes, cool. And then she goes to go again because, you know, after New Year's, he goes, yeah, I know. And so she, it's funny how she says it's rude. But yeah, then but she, she cuts does her off yeah, yeah. later on anyway. So it's I keep forgetting her last name's Jade because I'm wondering if they're gonna ch- uh, change Jade's Cardio's name. Because mm. if you, it wouldn't be a big deal if her music didn't start with like Jade is the future. I think that doesn't that how her her music starts. It, it, some it, shit it, like you that. say like a storm. No, 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 no. Cora Jade's music oh, starts oh. with like Jade is the future or the future something. You know shit what? Like that. I don't know. I think they might have stripped that off. Of oh, maybe they yeah, did because I was I wondering about that. that. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, I don't know. I wonder how this gonna play because she ain't. If they gonna fight for the name, she ain't finna win. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get a, our first match of the night. Uh, it's Metaphor in a six person tag against Briggs Jensen and Fallon Henley. I guess there was footage backstage at Deadline uh, with Metaphor trolling them for having a, a unsuccessful night before they brawl and. Okay. Obviously, you know that that you know, and basically, metaphor attack Briggs, Jensen, and Fallon during their entrance, like they're in the ring doing their like ring post pose thing, and uh, but then Jensen gets clipped on his knee, so they end up like working over his leg for most of the match. But um, yeah, I mean, what I did like is Fallon and last start the match with like some real smash mouth striking, so you could tell they're continuing whatever residual issues they had at Deadline, because during Deadline, when Fallon was trying to get out of the penalty box. Um, 
metaphor stood in front of it, like to not oh, let her wow. come out. Yeah. And then we see Tiffany Stratton is shown watching the match backstage. And uh, another thing I did like as a up, I will just, just to point out before I get to the spots is at one point there was a pinfall between the men and Fallon broke it up, which I thought was like, damn, that's pretty dope. To that's see. cool. I didn't even think about right? that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. okay, like the, the winning this match means they a lot to me They have been doing too. some, so quite a few of those kind of matches, right? The, the two men, one one woman yeah, style. Kinda, yeah, kind of, yeah. Because last week they did it the same three for metaphor i was gonna say because it's against, not just against yeah yeah, yeah it's at, in, um who, uh, what are they called uh shoes yeah yeah yeah, 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 uh, yeah alpha yeah. academy which um it's funny because I, I was like i thought about it after because uh, what's her name is the one that picked up otis right uh i was like last legend yeah and i sat there and thought i'm like dude bianca already did that she yeah did, she she carried him yeah i was like man don't don't mm. don't play yeah yeah but at last legend, uh, here's a spot. She press slams Fallon onto Briggs and Jensen, who are standing on the floor. We get a double Superman punch by Dara Mensa to Jensen. Mm. And then after having his left leg worked over for most of the match, Jensen goes for an enziguri, but Dara ducks while executing a dragon leg whip. Not the screw, oh, but shit. the whip, okay. so he spun with it. Then he applies an ankle lock. Uh, Jensen finally makes a tag, but Jakara distracts the ref from seeing it. We see a uh, Fallon counters a powerbomb uh, from Lash by hitting, you know, that Hurricane the the old Rey Mysterio special, you know, the, the Hurricane Rana over the top rope to the floor. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, before Tiffany Stratton makes her way down to the ramp and they begin to fight towards the back, uh, and then Dar tries to take advantage and he does hit his running into Guri on Jensen, but he lands near his corner, allow, allowing Briggs to blind tag in. He goes on a tear and hits the, what I can only call the, uh, the Rob ish boot, big boot DDT combo because I've never seen anyone do that before he did where you know you take your someone you throw them into the uh towards the waist of their partner and then they're kind of have holding them in like a oh uh, the know. Rob sh- oh okay yeah. okay okay ish but, that's what you meant Rob yeah, ish I'm, th- yeah. I'm like I'm like Rob who oh got you like Rob ish yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like like uh Rob ish I'm like like Rob Van Dam ish or yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like what yeah he hits a so he hits that combo on Dar and Mensa uh, and Mensa and then he hits the clothesline from hell for the win uh you know hmm. still trying to make Briggs look good uh later on we see Stratton's backstage she gets an interview she says she's sick of Fallon's existence because it, if it wasn't for her she would have she wouldn't have lost the deadline says Fallon's never lived a life like her as she should be serving people like her takes offense to Fallon calling herself the top shelf of NXT when she can't even drink what's on the or afford to drink what's on the top shelf and plans to show that cowgirl Zach, <laughs> is that is that a jeez yeah. is that is that like a a, a recommendation i don't know it's so well it's one that, of those yeah. things where like she continues to call her like a like it's basically the yeah. mjf rich versus poor deal you yeah. know and so she says i plan to show that show girl exactly or that not show girl that cow girl exactly where she belongs and that's nowhere close to being me tiffany stratton and walks out on kelly kincaid and then also later on fallon does catch up with briggs and jensen in the back apologizes for leaving them but every time she sees blonde she sees red uh then jensen gives briggs his props ruining the match before briggs points out i just pinned noam dar and i think i want to shout at the heritage cup uh jensen and fallon both seem supportive but jensen also questions if is that really your type of match though it's not really your style because what do you mean he goes well you're usually a first round knockout kind of guy and briggs argues yeah but the iron survivor wasn't my style either and i didn't do too bad you know and so he's like i plan to drink from that heritage cup one day and i was like oh, okay like because i don't <laughs> think anyone was like seeing that but uh moving on we get the first round we get i two- mean the only thing i'll say is he was a main one of the top mainstays in evolve yeah so and then you know you saw the transformation from long hair tights to doing the country thing so yeah and I, who yeah. knows you know what i mean i don't remember he had, yeah he had the i think he even had trunks at one point when he was in the breakout tournament too yeah so it was like yeah, yeah. 
Uh, we one of two first round uh, men's breakout tournaments. Um, you know, they got to introduce everybody. They're right there on the on the ramp. So we get. Uh, I'm just trying to get through this as fast as possible. Dr- Trey Bearhill, who's the guy I think I was telling you that's more like the the Native American guy. <laughs> yeah. So he is a offensive lineman. He was an offensive lineman at University of Tulsa. He's a Muskegee Creek tribe member, and his intangibles are ruggedness and heart. We get Dion Lennox, who was a three-time football team captain at Oregon State. He was actually an undrafted signee of the St. Louis Rams as well. Uh, his intangible is athleticism. We get Luca Crustafino, who's the lawyer guy. Uh, he was a National Strength and Conditioning Association All-American, which I'm not sure what that means. But his intangible is being strategic, and apparently he did actually leave law school to pursue his dream to become a WWE superstar. Uh, we get Keanu Carver. Yeah, I, I was like, you can't call someone to Keanu, bro. Like, what the hell? It's 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 not a natural you know it's like there's only one like, yeah yeah exactly there's yeah. only been one mm-hmm. he was a two-sport division one athlete uh a former defensive lineman at temple university first grenadian american wwe superstar his intangible is grit and he is really impressive in his match later uh, in the night uh we get as well uh tavion heights um not big on the last name but he's a gold medal winner at the 2020 pan am wrestling championships mm. uh but yeah uh he's a three-time greco-roman wrestler of the year his intangible is explosiveness so no, that's cool because the pan am um it's real yeah the talent is real the talent pulls deep but real competitive yeah definitely yeah. and then uh actually the, the the guy i talked about last week that popped up in the assembly for chase U, I didn't realize was one of the contestants so this guy oh, okay is is um Representing Chase U, but I was wondering he, he's about from that, the UK, but his name is Riley Osborne. He's a former champion javelin thrower and oh, a hurdler. Shit. And his intangibles are endurance and speed. We get Miles Bourne. Um, I realized, I found out what the name of that crew is called with Gulak. It's like the No Quarter... I don't even want... I can't... Let's see if I can find the fucking... The No Quarter Catch Crew. Which I was like, I don't understand what that means, but okay. But he's, you know, the the prodigy of that of that group. Uh, but he four-time new Hanover County Conference wrestling champion, and his intangible, he's fearless. He's kind of got his Randy Orton look going on now. I mean, I remember when he was just, like, really, like, I'm just happy to be here, you know, and now he's, like, got tats and stuff. And then finally, Oba Femi, three-time uh, SEC. Oh, I didn't realize Damon and Kemp. I forgot Damon and Kemp was along with them now, too. Yeah. Uh, three-time SEC shot put champion, strength and agility are his intangibles. Uh, yeah, so the, the matches between Oba Femi and Miles Bourne, right before – they even get to the ring though. Lexus King attacks Trey Bearhill from behind with a steel chair out of nowhere, and then Sheesh. taunts it like, like with the chair, like "Come on, come on, you want to, you know?" And, like that RVD, you're next, hundred percent, dude. And the referees <laughs> spell out to control the chaos before oh, Femi and Bourne uh, then enter the ring for their match. Uh, spots right away. Miles targets Oba's back. He's a bigger dude, so I get it with a double jumping foot stomp to the lower back. But Oba with a tossing back suplex slam to showcase his strength and power, and an impressive rebound power slam by Miles for two. But Oba hits a pop up flapjack followed by a pop up. Kneeling powerbomb for the win to into advance in the tourney. And uh, during a backstage segment later on, Ava Rose reveals that Trey Bearhill will officially be replaced in the tournament by Alexis King. So I was wondering why. I was like, there's not a whole lot of names in this thing. So, I mean, I, I, mean, I had my to... uh, who I thought it would come down to, but those two were in the first match. So I was like, oh, okay, never mind. Because out mm. of the video packages, they seem like the guys that were more put together or they and probably like yeah. more. more uh, 
in a, in a sense highlighted or, or kind of pushed. Yeah, I would say so. You're like made to look like, oh, these this this could be a, a blue chipper yeah, right here. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next, we get a open challenge uh, from North uh, the North American Championship. Dragon Lee did go over on Dom, and he had an early interview saying that you know. Um, it was a dream come true to win it with Rey Mysterio, you know, in his corner, but acknowledges that the opportunity only came because of the unfortunate injury of Wesley. Says, you have all my respect. You're the best North American champ ever, and I wish you a speedy recovery. And basically says as a tribute to him, he's going to continue what he started, which is, you know, defending it as much as possible every mm-hmm. week. And then when he asks, like, oh, well, who's going to be your first opponent? He goes, I'm going to be in the ring and whoever steps out. So it's I think the open challenge is back is what it seems like. Okay. basically. So. Tyler Bate answers the challenge, and I don't know if you've heard, but there's been rumors that he might be main roster bound. And I'll be honest, the match played like that. It's, even, it's even weird down because to the end. I feel like it's just way too late in the game to try to put him on the main roster right now. Like, what are they going to have him do? Well, I think what it was was they were having him anchoring. They had him anchor UK for a while. And yeah, then, yeah, that, yeah, that I understand. But even and then him, when they closed shop, they, I think they, I think they needed him as a like. Um, What's the word? Like a legit guy, you know, in NXT because you know they yeah, have yeah, all those I, I don't, I won't, there. yeah, I won't definitely uh, deny that part. But it's just, I wouldn't just the way that they've they've treated him. You wouldn't think that they saw him as a main uh, roster guy. The only thing I could think of is they were like, well. Impact got Trent, so we can't put together the boys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah right. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I don't know what he's going to do. He's not doing anything with Pete Dunne because he's doing the Butch thing. So. Well, I mean, I, I'm wondering because they did team up a couple times in NXT not too long ago. They did, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they did it for like a, a one time or two. It was like two, almost three weeks in a row. Or at least one was the backstage seg where they fought back to back and then they had yeah. two tag match. And then yeah, yeah. one was a six man. They had a um, they had a brawl. Uh, like yeah, It was yeah. like it, it, with, with Gallus is what it was. So, uh, but. Yeah, Tyler Bate answers the question or answers the the challenge. Dragon show sportsmanship pre you know pre match handshake. And then the crowd literally breaks into a both these guys chant right away. It was just like shit. They they kind of know this is gonna get cracking. So uh, obviously we get some stalemates by both men. Uh, ends in a double clothesline to set the pace of the match. Bate with a uh, diving European uppercut before hitting a Superman plancha to Lee on the floor. Uh, he follows with an exploder and a running shooting star press as well. Uh, Lee then counters an airplane spin and hits a pair of stiff super kicks before drilling Bate with a torpedo-style suicide dive on the floor. Uh, Lee hits his slingshot single-leg drop kick in the corner and then follows with a running basement drop kick. Bate with a pop-up airplane spin. Uh, for two, and then Lee hits a uh, rebound, snaps a uh, German suplex, but Bate absorbs it, powers back up to turn Lee inside out with a stiff rebound lariat. Uh, Lee then hits a tree of woe stop, then goes for a sit-out Liger bomb, but Bate lands on his feet and then attempts a Tiger, or not Tiger, but, oh yeah, a Tyler driver, I should say, yeah. uh, uh, only for Lee to counter with a pinning uh, Hurricane Rana for a very near fall. But the finish comes where Bate eats a uh, jumping knee smash and re- responds with a bop and bang, then misses a second rebound lariat attempt before Lee hits Operation Dragon, which is that, like, uh, I, I guess I should call it, it's like a a satellite reverse DDT is really what it is, you know, um, for the win. Yeah, it looks like a, a version of the Destino. Yeah, I would say so, or the Ultimate Ultimo uh, DDT or whatever you want to so, call it. Yeah, so. which is kind of the same. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, he does a little different, but yeah, more or less the same move. But yeah, I, I think that's uh, hey, no one else is using it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. So, but um, post uh, Lee helps Bait to his feet. They share a handshake and embraces. Bait raises Lee's hand after seemingly having a send off, um, because it's it's a pretty long like 
you know, like like forehead to forehead kind of thing. Oh, you so, know? It's, so like, that, it's like, well, if he was going to leave, this is what he's leaving out all on the canvas right yeah, now. That's yeah, that's kind of yeah. how, how it how it felt. It's like, like, the, the, like I'm leaving with something I could be proud to leave on. Yeah, I, yeah, I could. Feel, okay, definitely. So. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and then later on, Gulak and friends approach Lee backstage and ask, "Hey, so you know, are you?" Um, basically asked if this is going to be weekly he confirms it is and they said okay well we accept and he goes well which one of you guys am i facing and he goes oh you'll find that out next week which is like okay so there's a one in four chance when you guys are gonna do the job for dragon lee <laughs> so uh next we get dijack versus uh eddie thorpe hopefully to end this for for good but no um i, I don't understand what they're doing with this to be honest with you dijack brings a fight to thorpe on the ramp mid-entrance, and they go around the ring before the bell rings, and Thorpe actually inadvertently busts him open behind his right ear after an awkward head whip into the uh, still steps. And then they finally get into the ring to officially start the match. Dijak picks up Thorpe in like a spine buster position and charges to the corner. And as soon as he does that, the top turnbuckle pad snaps off. With, with like what? and the ropes and everything, Dijak picks up the turnbuckle pad with the spike and rope still attached, and then targets his ribs for an immediate disqualification. Continues the assault anyways until the referee quarter comes down. They regain control of the situation. Dijak goes to leave and then quickly returns to the ring to hit an innovative gut check, I should say, to um, Thorpe onto the exposed turnbuckle steel before leaving for good, Sheesh. like in the corner. Yeah, so it was just like. Okay, so are you guys ever gonna finish this? Like, can you guys ever have like a straight up match? Because everything I mean, I think has that's what, gimmick, yeah, like. I, like it's to the point where I feel like they don't know how to wrestle anybody else <laughs> because they keep yeah, just... and they're like just stuck <laughs> like on this treadmill yeah. of of each other, and it's like yeah, but this, and it doesn't this do anything gone... for either guy. Yeah, because yeah. it's gone on for so long, and I don't know if there's like maybe some legit injury going on or some stuff like why they keep stretching it out, why yeah. they, why they want this pay payoff? Because I guess if you were to defuse it now. You run the risk of no of Eddie kind of being damaged in a way of never getting to get back, but at the mm. same time, I don't know if that many people would actually care. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, we got a chase you segment. Andre kicks off uh, the class telling students, hey, you know, I implemented your ideas from last week and asked for the numbers. They only made $66 from the big sale Shit. and 245 from the car wash. 66 Well, what were they selling? Some special brownies? Yeah, right. <laughs> Chase realizes it's not much, but optimistically says, hey, we got to start somewhere. And it reassures, hey, I'll do my best to take care of things. And Duke goes, really? Because you kind of look like shit. Because <laughs> like, his collar is all messed up. You know, he, he actually says it. They blank it out. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, you know how they do. With I, I, yeah, I never yeah. know. You know that they they get to say stuff on yeah, TNT so, yeah. or Thea, CBS. Thea is distracted uh, because she starts talking to JC about Riley Osborne, who's the guy from Chase U, who she was like all Gaga over yeah. last week. He's got a tournament match coming up, and JC's like, "Well, do you just want to go watch in the Chase U section?" And Andre's like, "Okay, girls, go ahead, go watch, go watch the support." And then, curiously, Reggie walks in with a with into the class with a briefcase. Presents it to Andre and says, I got a proposition for you, and then leaves as Chase and Duke exchange cl uh, curious glances. So I'm not too sure where that's going, but it was interesting. So I don't know if you could just like roll up and leave a suitcase anywhere and just bounce yeah. anywhere in the world anymore. Like, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Hey, I got a proposition. Peace. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It was like just almost like yeah. Just the contents will explain everything. I guess. Yeah, but that yeah, wasn't like, even said. Like, you know? So if you've you've already calculated any type of follow up question I may <laughs> have about it, this, it's just it's just full of air. It's just nothing. It's, like, it's just, just no. thought to give you. It's a just a bunch of fresh of, air. It's just it's just all the scripts I didn't get to use. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> oh man. And then uh, we get their second first round men's uh, breakout tournament match: Keanu Carver taking on Riley Osborne. Um, obviously, Thea Hale and J.C. Jane are shown watching for the Chase U section. 
position. Uh, Keanu hits what I can only describe as a tie-up slam. And what I mean by that is they tie up and then he like picks him up as if it's like a one and only. So it was very definitely interesting because he had size on Riley for sure. Um, and then we get a uh, Riley hits a shot, uh, running shotgun drop kick followed by a standing moonsault for two. Uh, Keanu flattens Osborne with a meaty lariat. That's the only way I could say because it was it was a lot. And then hurls him over his shoulders to the middle of the ring with a standing followaway slam, kind of like what um, I think almost a Rusev used to do. So, somebody in the game does it, but where they it's basically they don't fall on their back. But it's a fallaway slam. They just toss him over the shoulders. Like, it, it, it was pretty impressive. And then Keanu hits Osborne with a spinning back suplex, which I don't see a lot of people doing, uh, followed by a monstrous pounce. Like, it was nasty looking. But the finish comes where Osborne fights back with a head kick from the apron, then climbs to the top and hits a nice-looking shooting star press, complete with a chase U sign before he jumped off So uh, for the win and to advance in the tournament. Later on, this is dumb backstage segment. Thea and JC see Riley walking backstage. JC pushes Thea towards him to initiate convo. Riley tells Thea, oh, I appreciate you watching my match. And Thea's like, blurts out, oh, I appreciate you. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, no problem. You know, like that, I don't know how to talk to guys kind yeah. of thing. Thea asks, oh, where are you from? He says, oh, I'm from the UK. But hey, sorry to cut this short, but I need to go take a shower. And she's like, yeah, you do need, oh, I, I mean, uh, not that you need a shower. You, you smell nice, but I'm, I'm well, you're kind of sweaty. Oh, I don't know. He goes, okay, Jesus. yeah. I'll just catch you in class, and he just walks away. And then Thea asks JC how she did when they're interrupted by Kiana James and Izzy Dame, who uh, helped her beat, um, what's her name, Roxanne Perez. I didn't realize, still... oh, it's Izzy with an I. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that's weird. And uh, oh, why, how'd, you, how'd you think it was? I-Z-Z-Y? Like how the how Bailey's fan spells her Oh, name? why? Or how is it? Is it I-Z-Z? It's a palindrome. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't have thought. Oh, okay, that's what I. When you said with an eye, I go, well, yeah. <laughs> like, how, oh, oh, it, no, not the first eye. Yeah, no, no, no. That's no. like, why I was like, what? That's what I mean. I was like, I need to know how you thought it was. <laughs> like, I was like, what you mean? I didn't know how you spell it. Uh, but Thea, uh, so yeah, they're they're and they're interrupted by them too, and they tease Thea for having a delusional crush. As Riley, uh, you know, as uh, Izzy says, Riley's a whole man, and you're like a whole child. And then Thea gets riled up, but JC holds her back and. Obviously, that gets booked into a tag match next week. But um, so far, yeah, we have Riley Osborne and Obafemi advancing to the semis of the breakout tournament. Uh, we got Alexis King taking on Diane, uh, not Diane, <laughs> Dion Lennox, and then Luca Crucifino set to take on Tavion Heights next in the tournament. I'm sure that'll be next week. Uh, we get a tag match: the Nikita Lions and Lyra Valkyria match, or uh, versus Cora Jade and Blair Davenport. Um, yeah, I mean, at one point, one up I thought was cool was Lions gets in the ring and, and she Bill throws Jade hard into the corner and goes, now have her tag in because she wants her a piece of Blair Davenport, obviously. But it's just not a spot you see a lot in, you know, women's wrestling. But uh, Lyra, you know, spots has a uh, Lyra has Cora in a headlock and then she runs and kicks off of Blair's chest and hits basically a Stratisfaction Bulldog, which I thought was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, Lyra, uh, Lyons gets her foot pulled uh, during a uh, Irish rip by Blair, causing her to turn around. And then Cora hits her from behind with a CM Punk style shining wizard knee to her back and neck. Uh, they start targeting her neck the rest of the night with Blair hitting a swinging neck breaker as well. Lions manages to tag Lyra who goes on a roll with a barrage to close lines then hits Blair with a fisherman's buster and then uh, she hits a wrecking ball drop kick as Tatum Paxley emerges from the crowd and straddles the barricade which of course distracts Lyra before she misses a diving cross body. Blair then takes advantage by hitting a falcon arrow but Lyra 
uh, on Lyra, but Lyons breaks up uh, the pin just in time. Then Cora actually blind tags Blair. She hits Lyra with that Komeye um, knee strike, but Nikita pulls her out to the Ka- floor. Kamagoya. Kamagoya, there you go. <laughs> um, pull, pulls uh, Blair out to the floor to brawl, allowing Jay to crawl into the pin and, and win the match, basically. Like, you know, one of those, yeah. Blair did all the, all the work, but I'm going to take the pin kind of thing. And then uh, happens post- to me all the time at work. Yeah, oh, there I, you go. Fully, fully. Identify. And then post match, Lions checks on Lyra when Tatum enters the ring and throws her to the floor, and then crawls onto Lyra and hugs her tight while creepily placing her head against hers, like cheek to cheek. Like she deposits Lions, like get out, like get away from get her. Get away She's, from her. Yeah, you whore. Yeah, but I'm sure it's, <laughs> it's like, like a, because you called me the weird girl earlier, kind of thing. Oh, that's you true know. too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hank and Tank, who were supposed to take on Gallus, she week. wanted that real hug in real life. Yeah, I guess. Oh shit, yeah, maybe. Uh, but Hank and Tank, uh, they were supposed to take on Gallus this week. It didn't happen this week, but they have a backstage. I forgot about segment that, yeah. where I, I'm not gonna get into that part. You know, they walk off after exchange. They exchange some words uh, with Gallus, and then when they're about to walk off, a horn is blared pretty loudly by someone on a nearby forklift, and of course, it's Joe Gacy who hops off. Wearing a hard hat and holding a cup of coffee and says, hey, Joe, you, uh, you know, it takes a Joe to know a Joe, but the only thing better than one Joe is a cup of Joe. And then he takes a sip of the coffee and then he sighs and goes, you guys are so serious. And then walks off. And I'm like, what are you guys doing with this dude? Like, I don't understand any of this, like, at all. I don't. Uh, but match announcements. I don't. <laughs> like, I mean, I was probably his last fan, too, you know, mm-hmm. so I don't really know. Uh, we get the men's breakout tournament continuing next week. Tag match, the hell, J.C. Jane taking on Kiana James and Izzy Dame. Wow, you're right. Yeah, it is two eyes. That is crazy. Um, we get Tiffany Stratton taking on uh, Fallon Henley. And Dragon Lee is going to take on one of the members of the No Quarter Catch crew, which, of course, is between uh, – is it Dempsey? Or is it Dempsey? What, wait, is that his name? Charles Dempsey. Charles, yeah. Dempsey, yeah. Gulak. Um, Kemp. Or- Kemp and – Born, there yeah. you go. Yeah, sucker. There's, there's Osborne and there's they got a bunch Born. of weird ass names over there, man. They really do. And then finally, we get to the main piece. It's Trick Williams in ring segment. Uh, he starts the thunderous "You Deserve It" chance from the crowd, then calls Deadline a movie. Details emerging as the winner, as the Iron Survivor. Says usually I would cut up my opponents, but he instead gives them flowers and says, you know, they collectively put on a banger and says, you know, I'd put that up against any other match this year for the end of the year awards to a big ovation for the live crowd. Uh, he tells himself as a as clutch in the fourth quarter, calls himself Trick Curry, Tricky McGrady. Mike Trick instead of Mike Jordan, I guess. He says, hell, I'm 23 in L.A. Never mind who you thought I was. I'm Trick James, bitch, to a big pop. Like, huge pop, to be honest with you. Uh, you can tell he was cooking a little bit, you know? Yeah. says, in three weeks, uh, it'll be the uh, the baddest man at NXT versus the hottest NXT superstar under the sun. And then Ilya Dragunov interrupts. He says, do you remember months ago when you thanked me for pushing you to a new level? And he says, I do. And he adds, you know, I told you then that I admired your courage, and now I'm here to tell you I'm proud of you for, you know, winning a deadline. Notes that, you know, you're riding a big wave of momentum right now that's rarely seen, and even incites a whoop-that-trick chant before exchanging some dap with, with Trick. It was actually pretty funny. And then uh, he says, but with respect to your journey, your momentum's going to come to an end at deadline. Trick says, you know, if I no, heard that uh, a few months. Not, not at deadline. Oh, I'm sorry. Not de- yeah, New Year's Evil. You're right. And uh, Trick says, you know, if I heard that a few months ago, I'd play it cool but uh, and, and wonder deep down if I did have what it takes to beat you. But now I'm that guy. And in three weeks, I'm going to beat the best NXT has to offer to become the next NXT champion. Ilya admits he likes Trick. But, he, you know, I've struggled too much to win this belt. I've struggled even more to keep this belt. So I'm willing to do whatever it takes to remain the champion. And then he gets interrupted by Carmelo Hayes. 
Melo apologizes to Trick for ruining the moment, but assures him this can't wait any longer. He says for two months, his name has been dragged through the dirt, but it ends tonight. He says, I, I know who uh, whoever attacked Trick is the same person who attacked me. And then Ilya then goes, all right, well, I'm going to leave you guys to conduct your business. Trick, I'm going to see you at New Year's Evil. But Melo goes, no, you don't leave. And then he tells Ilya, it was you, to a huge gasp, like, from the crowd, right? <laughs> and to be honest, it's, it's pretty compelling. Like, And he asks Trick, who else stands to gain more by separating us than Dragunov does? Points out how he never let go of Trick helping him uh, beat him, at, you know, inadvertently at Great American Bash at that whole tug-of-war belt thing where he ran yeah. into the belt. And he knew deep down that if he ever faced one of us, he would have to face both of us, and he didn't want to take that chance. Uh, he call, Ilya then responds, he calls Melo arrogant as he is delusional, but Melo says, no, you're just more calculated than everyone takes you for. He says, um, and you knew if you pitted me against Trick and then attacked Trick that you would have the title picture all to yourself where the whole world would be busy pointing fingers at me. Um, Ilya denies it again and says, I don't know what kind of boogeyman you're creating in your head, Melo, but I didn't attack you earlier. And then questions if he even was attacked. Because I thought that was weird too how the guy was like, the trainer was like, everything seems fine. You know, uh, well, so he- I, I'm not gonna lie. When you said that, I mean, because you coupled it, and I don't know if it was right after each other, but him walking in with Trick, him like, oh, this press is here for him. And I gotta kind of get but, used to this. But I'm gonna but give him his moment. He supportive, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like, but it's also like, oh, what you know, when you're a multiple child household, what do you do to get attention? Yeah. Oh my, my foot hurts. Yeah, yeah, ah. basically. So I don't know. It was like. I, I, I kind of I felt that way earlier, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see, yeah. we'll see where this goes. Yeah, yeah. Ilya then looks at Trick in his eyes and says, "Man to man, I did not attack you," and urges him to have a real conversation with his friend. But Melo shuts it down and says, "Nah, it's too late. Me and Trick are on the same page now." Mm-hmm. And then Trick tries to calm Melo down, saying, "Look, man, you made your point." And Melo grows angry. He says, "No, it's time for him to feel to know what it feels to lose something the same way he made us feel." And then oh, go- he wants he wants to jump him. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he goes to grab his NXT title. So there's a brief, like, tug-of-war struggle, and then Melo pulls the belt too hard, and, of course, it hits Trick inadvertently it's ne- never my the favorite, same yeah. way that it went down at Great American Bash, but now the roles are reversed. Mm. Melo stares in disbelief as Ilya grabs his title back from him, and then they argue as the fans chant, Melo's guilty. And you kind of see Trick, like, on the floor trying to reach up to Melo, and Melo's about to pick him up with, you know, like, you know, and, yeah. and give him a lift to his feet. But then when they start chanting Melo's guilty, he kind of snaps around like he's mad. And then he's still kind of there looking at him, like reaching for him. And then the show fucking ends. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. Mm. Yeah, there was a. I mean, it was. I thought we were going to get a good reveal. I was like, oh shit, was it Ilya? That'd be dope. See, see, you know, like. The only thing with this is it's like we know that the person who actually did it is the devil. He's doing both. Well, you know what's He's funny? He's doing double duty. You know what's funny about that is that, and I was going to bring this up during news, but honestly, I could bring it up now, is they put out a shirt, like, it's for the devil, and it says, I am him. Yeah. But, of course, Mello was like, yo, let me get one of those shirts. And yeah. I was like, damn, that was, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, well, it, the thing is, is, like, there's a lot of people that are, like, I mean, yeah, I, I, I can get into that more when we get into the news. Um, but, um. That's NXT, huh? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then, I mean, I guess I could bring this up, too. Uh, if people have heard that Ilya Dragunov got, quote, seriously injured during NXT tapings, it is an angle. Well, this yeah. is my problem with it. It was against Rich Holland. Yeah, which I and, don't and, think and, was smart. Exactly. I'm like, yo, like, Ridge, 
hey, why would you say, yeah, let's do this? Yeah, yeah. And seriously. then increase the chances of your rep just going AWOL yeah. already than it already has now. Because it's like one it's thing. It's a big risk for it, him. The yeah. big E thing was a big thing. It still is a big thing to people. And then I forgot there was somebody else uh, recently. And then now, you know, when you hear like, oh, he, he dropped the NXT champion on his head during the taping, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah, like, seriously. So I don't know. It's like I heard about it. Then I heard as quick as I heard about it that it was supposedly an angle as well. So um, but it was like, yeah, during a taping, I don't know if it's to, what, to write him off or maybe it's Rich Holland. I guess yeah. Rich Holland did it. It was me, Trick. It was me. It was me all along. <laughs> I got the head off the dragon. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, that's all I got uh, this week for NXT, man. All right. Well, um, all right. I think we're gonna take a quick break. Yes, sir. And then we'll be right back with uh, the dynamite. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know what's going on. Winter Circle Pro proudly presents our one-year anniversary show as we take it back to where it all started. January 26th, Friday in Chino, California, we present It Was Written To. Tickets live on sale right now, $25 front row, $20 general admission. You can get those right now at itwaswritten.eventbrite.com. As you know, all you got to do is follow us and check out the talent we've already revealed this week alone and more to come. It is the return of the world champion, the most sadistic Dom Kubrick. We get the debut of the queen of aerobic style herself, Delilah Doom, as well as another debut in the lucha scumbag, Chris Nasty, and we get a few returns from top-notch Lucas Riley, fresh off that golden win in that tables match, as well as the gifted and talented Ray Roses and much more to come. And all you got to do is Follow us again at Winter Circle Pro on Instagram as well as at Winter Circle PW on Twitter as we got more talents coming and more matches coming. And don't forget, again, grab your tickets right now. It was written.eventbrite.com. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Yep. Yep. We are back, and um, I guess I'm going to get started, man. Uh, A rare week where you you didn't catch it, huh? Yeah, but I just had my hands full. Work's been... uh Work's been busy. So. No, I mean, I'll put it like this. If I were you, I would love to be able to just watch Dynamite for fun and not have to take notes. Um, yeah. Especially during this tournament period. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but, that, I, I did hear who I think advanced, at least one God, of them, but man. I was mad that I, I still got yeah. catch up on Collision, too. So Yeah, Collision was pretty good. Um, I've been trying to, you know, make a, a actual effort to, to get into it now because there are some bangers on there, and, and I see a lot. Of, there's a lot of people, like a lot of my favorite people that aren't on Dynamite mm-hmm. that are on there too, whether having matches or uh, like I don't know, dude. It's weird. Fucking Scorpio Sky, he showed up and then he's just gone now. I don't know where that That's guy's so, at. Yeah, because I saw he's got some. Uh, he's he's got a meet and greet on January 13th in Long Beach. Oh, that's what's up. At some studio, and I was like. Don't make me pull up, dog. I'll pull up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. it'd be cool. To be like, and here's my card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that you're not around, I actually, be like, who's the guy that's been emailing us? You fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your offer? Now that you're. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, no, you cough it I up just, now. I just put money in your pocket. We bro. pulled up. We pulled up on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, <laughs> AW Dynamite uh, Winter is coming. Oh, that's right. And okay, I just damn, thought I'm about not- that. We did have a brief moment with uh, the Von Erics, mm-hmm. but it was just that. 
brief. Like it was, I just forgot about that. Anyways, so they weren't even wrestling. So they they're gonna be because oh, you know okay. you got you got uh, Rampage royalty in the flesh. Uh, Orange Cassidy, you know he's always always on that fucking show. Yeah, um, he's always doing a segment where he's asking someone to team up with them on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or challenging someone on Rampage. So he like. Like, uh, you know, it, it, it was... Uh, He's been formulaic, dude. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? It was uh, the remaining Von Eric, and I apologize, uh, the, the names are escaping. I'm obviously it's not, it's not Carrie, but I, I'm, I can't for the life of remember, remember. I'll look it up. Yeah, thank you, please. Um, but it was obviously the uh, the other two uh, that have been um, tag teaming, I believe, in NWA. Uh, they were with him. And um, the thing is, they didn't make no mention of the movie. Which is weird. Well, the weird thing is I heard that MGF scenes got cut from the movie. A lot of them. Yeah, because I'll say, wasn't he part of the film? He he played, I believe, uh, Lance Von Erich as, like, one of the ones that wasn't a real Von Erich. Um, but they were bringing him in to, like, try to... Marshall and Ross Von Erich. Yeah. The sons of Kevin. Yeah, okay. The re- yeah, the remaining. Mm-hmm. And um, so they were just there backstage... And they were talking about how much they like uh, AEW, and then Orange just pulls up on them with the best friends. It's like, hey, y'all want to team up with me or six man on Rampage? Like, and then even like uh, uh, Dan House, like, hey, what about us? <laughs> he's like, he's like, what about you guys? <laughs> and then they do the whole hands in thing, <laughs> the same, you know, the whole thing. And then, yeah. and then, uh, you know, you know, Renee loves that because she just she always gets to participate. Yeah, yeah. And then at the very end, you just hear Dan House and. Uh, giddy up <laughs> and everyone just fucking pops like fucking uh, trent actually pops you know he never he never pops. yeah 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 uh anyways that's pretty funny. uh but that was it that, i mean i just thought about it because i was like gonna say aw dynamite i'm like it is winter winter's coming that was the only thing they did with them so they're probably they'll be on rampage uh mm-hmm. tonight uh anyways okay let's start it off man um we got a little intro here uh with samoa joe coming out oh. um comments on mjf being quote-unquote attacked last week uh, pretty much accuses Hangman Page due to the nature of the beer bottle. Uh, s- stay off my line. Mm-hmm. Uh, this prompts Hangman to come out immediately and confronts Joe uh, and says if Samoa Joe is going to do something about it, uh, do so uh, before they're interrupted by a Samoa <laughs> from Roderick Strong. Not uh, Joseph. No, I was like, not a Joe. Yeah, Nothing. Oh, man. Joseph would have been great, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, from uh, uh, Roderick Strong, flanked by the kingdom. Uh, Roddy tries to tell Joe, a.k.a. his best friend by proxy, uh, that he's lucky he didn't get attacked by the devil last week, but also tries to disprove Joe's hangman uh, accusation by trying to once again convince him that uh, the devil is MJF himself. Uh, you know, points to the fact that no one actually saw him get attacked uh, and said that anyone that's ever been a threat or, you know, try to get a, a shot at his title have gotten beaten up. Stuff like that. Very Anyways, yeah. uh, Paige has had enough and attacks Roddy after Roddy uh, refers to him as his young boy because I guess he was at one point back in ROH. I, I didn't yeah. know this. Um, as their match started. Joe oh, is so good way at, back in the yeah, day. Joe is so good at doing that. No, that wasn't Joe that said that. I was oh. st- st- Roddy said it to, to Paige, to his face. Oh, oh, oh gotcha, like, gotcha. I, I don't have a problem with you, man. After all, you're my young boy, right? Oh. I was like, <laughs> what? And now I think about it, I totally forgot. That must have been back... When he was doing the whole uh, the decade, was yeah, that what they were yeah, called? That with uh, B.J. Widmer, I think. So. Yeah, they were. Sheesh, yeah, that's long ass. I gotta look that up because yeah, that sounds. I do remember that era. I don't remember the name of the. Crew, yeah, it's, yeah, that's at least like two thousand nine, twenty ten, maybe. Yeah. Anyways, uh, their match starts. Of course, uh, Hangman Page versus Roderick Strong. This was an up. 
this was uh, most definitely a hard-hitting bout. It highlighted both men's talents within a, a 15-minute match. Uh, you know, you had Roddy hitting the angle slam, and he yep, rolls. Decade, uh, with with uh, Jimmy Jacobs as well. Yeah. And yeah. Adam Page. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Damn. how I, yeah, yeah. I knew about I, I knew about Adam Page. I just didn't know. I was like, this. that was way before you did the hangman thing. Yeah. Because I saw something in him, bro, because he used to do the – the running shooting star shoulder block off the apron. And I was like, that was cool, but it's not going to be cool every time. I'm yeah. like, but that was innovative. I think there's something in this guy. And then he started doing rounds for New Japan, started rolling with Bullet Club. Bullet Club. Yeah, just kind of, yeah, yeah. anyways. Um, yeah, Roddy, he, he goes for the angle slam, uh, and then he rolls a hangman through and to hook in the, the Gibson driver. I don't know if the, you know, that's his version Damn, of, of the, the Tiger Bomb. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, and he, he hits, uh, hits it with a pin. Then anticipates the kick out, but holds on to Hangman's legs, turns into the stronghold. I was just going to say. Um, and then we had uh, some more spots. We had a Hangman calling for the buckshot at one point, uh, but Bennett distracts the ref while Taven holds his foot. Hangman shoves Taven away, hits a clean moonsault off the apron to take him out, hops back on the apron, calls for the buckshot again. This time, Bennett hops up on the apron, but Hangman takes him out with a boot, mm. catches Roddy with a form who tried to sneak him, and then he, he calls for them all bro. Up. And then he calls for her again. And then he has to freaking hit another forearm. And then he, he right when he's about to call, he ends up hitting the Ari Kara to take out the kingdom. Finally, mm. hops back on the apron, does a front flip for the Lariat, and then he catches him uh, into the stronghold. And then he turns into a pinning combination. Gets up, dead eye for the win. But it was like, oh damn, okay, yeah, huge back and forth, man. It was, uh, but it was the highlight for me, my personal highlight. And you're gonna get get a few of these. Was Taz on commentary claiming to be part of the next strong family as he broke his neck in '95, and it's because of Roderick Strong why he came back. <laughs> <laughs> That's a <laughs> yeah, got a pop on that. Yeah. Dude, you got it. Uh, next, we had uh, the first uh, tournament match. This is for the Blue League. Uh, it was good seeing some Blue League matches on. Um, yeah, on. on I mean, I guess they have geez. to because they can only do so much with just the one hour. Yeah, man. Is it one, only one hour collision or is it two hours? No, it's two, two hours. hours, but one. But they hour haven't on been. A... But they haven't been doing them as as consistently as they have because when you think about. It Gold League is about to start to run out of a uh, matchup soon. Well, so they every gotta... Saturday they have run them. I think it's just yeah. one of those things where they they could be utilizing Rampage too. But well, I, think I feel they've like only I feel had like... the one with Danielson and Garcia. I think well, was the only yeah. One but they also, did. I feel like Miro, both Miro and Andrade got late starts to their first matches yeah, that's very too. True. So yeah, it's yeah. like they're they're kind of catching up, yeah. which is weird. Um, anyways, we had Andrade El Idolo versus Brody King. Uh, man, hard chops throughout the entirety of this matchup, man. Uh, which uh, also was a must-win situation for both these guys. They were tied with six wins in the Blue League. Uh, So that kind of drove the pace of of this match, Mm -hmm. uh, which strangely started with Andrade securing a bunch of headlocks on Brody to kind of, when you think about it, he was trying to cut down the weight difference or the height difference Mm -hmm. so he can kind of like, you know, know, get his offense in. Uh, But that was was going on for like maybe the first five minutes before they started going blow for blow. But uh, again, here's some of the key spots. You had Brody hit this sick... He just had this sick-ass thud when you heard it. Uh, he has a sick-ass running crossbody into the barricade on, on Andrade, who was sitting in a chair at ringside. Mm-hmm. So he just got sandwiched in between Jeez. Brody's. Yeah, dude. He's, it was like it, was, it sounded like somebody slammed the gate, bro. I was like, God damn. Uh, anyways, he also hits a big clothesline from hell. Up. I mean, that's just kind of what it was. But he hit it with his cast hand. I'm like, yo, that'd knock a motherfucker out. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, and, and I love that it had, he always puts the words death on it, uh, on the cast. So it's like, yo, you got hit with the hand <laughs> of death, bro. Uh, and was uh, he was also able to obviously land the signature running cannonball as far as Andrade. He had some really good match psychology in his attacks as well. He was uh, hitting Brody with some dragon screws to kind of weaken his base a little bit before mm-hmm. eventually uh, taking him off his feet. 
uh, with a flying uh, running uh, flying clothesline. He also hit a, a surprisingly a huge scoop slam on Brody, uh, which uh, set him up uh, for the signature split leg moonsault. Um, I mean, it wasn't like a flush scoop slam. He picks him up and just kind of tosses him like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, gotcha. But it was, I mean, the dude, I weighs him by at least 100 pounds. So, I mean, it, it, it was, uh, yeah, no, it was crazy to say the least. But, yeah, it set him up for that split leg. And then uh, later in the match, he was able to land uh, the big back elbow. He, he always, you know, that running back elbow. Yeah. Um, starched him with it, too. He didn't drop him, but he was like, Fuck. <laughs> like, he was like, what the fuck was that? The Illidolo effect. Um, there was a spot where Andrade was on the apron, and he, like, slyly, like, pulled off the foam, you know, that padding. Not on the, the actual turnbuckle, but the, the rod. That yeah, you that's what, yeah, that's the yeah. same thing Dijak used earlier. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, he pulled the foam off without really anyone noticing, mm-hmm. but when you go back, you're like, oh, okay. I see what he did there. I think they used, and they then, used to call it the turnbuckle spike or whatever. Well, yeah, he called. Yeah. They call it. Yeah, they kept calling referring no. to it as a rod. You oh, know, okay. Taz, Taz is the, you know, he, he's the. He's got that rod on well, he he's he acts like he's the you know the yeah, expert. Yeah, no, so the, the with that, with that rod the, there, it's what they use. You know, yeah, you, yeah, you, you want to get that all just, <laughs> just all, all up on the back of your yeah, neck yeah. there. It's just oh, it's rough. It's tough. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that, that elephant wire they using the ropes right there. No, yeah, it's, 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 it's not. It's not a comfortable landing right there. I'm just gonna, it's gonna rough you up. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, man. It's 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 rough up city. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, yeah. So he exposed it right. And then they're fighting up on the top rope, and and you see Brody trying to go for like a a, a, a second rope uh, superplex, mm-hmm. but he holds on to the middle rope, and then he literally like drops all his weight, kind of almost like a DET, shit, onto the 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 rod. But what he did is he dropped him like shoulder first Ooh. onto it, so he was kind of just there, and then he like kind of falls back, and then uh, he picks him up immediately and, and hits the hammerlock DDT for the win. Damn. Yeah, I was like, you know, you got to so do. So he couldn't do. do it on his own. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, man, tell that to fucking Mox. Oh, yeah, I forgot you didn't watch. Yeah, that match fucking pissed me off. Anyways, oh, shit. this is going to be the 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 uh, first down of the night. This awkward-ass piece of shit. Golden Jets in the ring promo. I'm going to tell it how it is, I man. heard about some of the things that were said, but you could probably put it in better context for me. So, um, in case you didn't know. Uh, there was exclusive footage after Full Gear. Yeah, that they show took with, out Jericho. Yeah, right? yeah, you yeah. saw what they did with the arm with and the all that elbow. shit. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And then uh, on Collision, which uh, I don't think you saw, you were, we were just talking about mm-hmm. catching up. Uh, you know, Omega accepted the challenge from Ethan Page. He won. Yeah. Post-match, he was going up the ramp, and he got booted out of his shoes by by Big Bill. Oh, I want to see that. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it was just a, a just the one boot. Oh, okay. And then you see, like, Ethan Page hurt, like, hobbling up there. Like, leave him alone. He's Canada's <laughs> own. He's <laughs> Canada's beloved. <laughs> uh, but yeah, com- commentary had already claimed Jericho's arm was like targeted by the Bucks in their match, the tag match. But I don't, I don't know. It was, but it it, 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 it didn't it was, stand it out until so he long said ago it. Now, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, apparently, he's three weeks uh, out with a dislocated elbow, oh, and Jesus. is now sporting a break. And that's what my thing. I was starting to write this. I'm like, I'm not going to say it's not real or not. But I typed in the words on Google: Jericho arm injury real, and it just brings up. Uh, two years ago from, yeah, from, from the fall. The, there's nothing yeah. about this. So and, I'm like, and there's nothing that they did that would have, in my opinion. Well, well, not the well, Bucks, but they took that no, equipment yeah, 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 you know, and No, I get that. No, I know so, exactly what you mean. I don't but know. To me, I don't think that's the same as falling off a of fucking hell in the cell, basically. Or, oh, no. Whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it, it, onto cardboard. Um, but, you bunch know, of boxes is what phone. it was. Yeah, but, yeah. That, that's what that it was. A bunch I mean, of I know they say when you dislocate for the first time, it makes it easier. That, I mean, that was the only thing I was thinking, but I was also I like, I shouldn't connect those dots. I was like, is this the same? Is this the same elbow? But I was mm-hmm. like, too lazy to go check. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, was like, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. But sure. I was just like, here we go with another 
Uh, I don't know. He's sporting the brace. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Jericho, he comes to the ring with Jer- with Omega. He said he had three weeks to think about what he was going to say to Ricky and uh, and Bill and just says, uh, hey, boys, get your sorry asses out here, which is like, he, he, I'm like, okay, you went real Bret Hart on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, the tag champs come to the ramp. As uh, Ricky asked Texas if they missed him, obviously referring to his indie days there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Wrestle Circus he used to wrestle for. Yeah, yeah, um, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. Starks and uh, Bill pretty much said that they have no real issue with Kenny Omega and actually are thankful for, uh, you know, AW because of him. Uh, but question his trust in Jericho with his track record as they run down, you know, his, uh, you know, pretty much what happened with Inner Circle as well as JAS. Mm-hmm. Omega addresses Bill uh, as well and, and, and runs down his track record with Firm before saying that, you know, that little angle that you guys were running with MJF looked uh, less firm and more something up more your alley, like, uh, I don't know, looked a little, little more soft. Yeah. But let I me heard, not bury I, the lead. Yeah, He's, no, I, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did, okay. I'm I heard like, he also said flaccid. I was trying not to go there because yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't know if we're going to get so another. Like, Kenny, what are you? Are doing? we going to get another message? <laughs> Is this going to be offensive oh, again? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I, I don't. My I don't, bad. My bad. No, no, you good. I was just. It was funny because I was like, I started to type it in my notes. I'm like, I'm not going to even talk about yeah. this shit. <laughs> but, anyways, uh, got a big pop before throwing down a challenge for their tag titles at World's End because obviously they they won the right to face them. Yeah. Uh, Speed in the Bucks. Um. Which you know, uh, Ricky, he's like he's he's all down for you know he's he's not uh, tripping you know he he accepts the the challenge, uh, but he reminds Jericho that I beat him I already beat you in January and then uh, fucking <laughs> fucking Bill is like actually you beat him twice once on pay per view he's like oh okay I beat you twice so that means I've already done half the work as far as I'm concerned I'm like that was a hard ass <laughs> yeah, bar yeah, yeah. And, and that's why I love Ricky bro yeah. uh, but he doesn't consistently get but, but, that well, but see I I'm gonna hold up I'm gonna yeah, get there yeah, because yeah. there there's gonna be some truth I'm, I'm a, people are gonna be a little pissed off at what I gotta say about oh, this okay. this is a little bit where it starts to go totally fucking left because he talks about how they've already done half the work like I said he goes on about them being the best uh, tag team in AEW without even having a name mm-hmm. which is when Jericho. And fucking Omega just try to play off each other. You can tell they're going in there cold, bro. And they're like, oh, you guys don't have a name? Oh, let's come up with a name for these guys. And we're like, what are, what are we doing? And he's coming up with dumb names like uh, at the absolute assholes. And then you got a Kenny. Oh, come on. What are you doing? This is your first day on the job? Come on, Chris. You got something better than that. He's like, oh, we'll call him the Rick and the Dick. And I'm like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> and then Jericho at the very end, he's like, and then he's like, uh, Kenny's. Like oh no you, you know you gotta do it's gotta be a three word thing you, know, you gotta take one word from him and and another word from him and and, and then Jericho's oh yeah I'll, I'll use his first name his last name and it'll be uh Big Billy Starks and we're, and we're like I'm like there's a Billy Starks in the company mm-hmm. what are you doing and and it, it the joke fell flat as fuck Ooh. nobody laughed Ugh. and immediately Ricky like a G says well that fell flat. <laughs> and literally called him out on it because he was and you hear Jericho say it again trying to get a pop and it gets no pop again yeah yeah mm. and then at this point Jericho obviously feeling upset about being called out like yeah, that being upstairs so that's why this came out okay tries to bury Ricky like everyone else mm-hmm. with the whole quote-unquote less charismatic, less stylish, blah-blah-blah version of someone everyone fucking goes with yeah. when Ricky starts to fucking cook him on the mic. Yeah. Uh, except this time Jericho called him some version, some, you know. Yeah, un- he says a taller, uncare or a whatever version dress, of, of Enzo Amore, yeah, right? Yeah. Which both he, uh, both Bill and Ricky just know so, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just like, it's... It, 
it honestly showed. You could see that Jericho was fucking just so desperate to say yeah, something. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not used to not getting fucking cheered. And then let alone get called or, on. Or not even not cheered. This, he's used to everyone cheering everything, yeah. Yeah, you know, and then Kenny tries to save his saying that, well, at least Enzo hyped Bill instead of uh, sucking all the, the spotlight from him like Ricky does. And it just gets awkward again. And then Ricky, like this is what, how I wrote it. Ricky then kept it pee like a smooth-ass G would. Mm-hmm. Calmly, because by the way, he had a pee coat with the uh, the collar up. Oh, he was nice. Like a, okay, yeah. love that. And um, calmly said something to the effect about how both these guys are taking the spotlight too far, in my opinion, and and goes on. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, that's exactly what's going on. Yeah, Both you guys are having a dick measuring contest against these guys that are just doing what they're going out there to do, which is get themselves fucking <sighs> see, over, and bro. and this is why no one wanted to see them team up, because there's no reason for that shit. Like, bro, uh, not at all. And so, and, you know... He cuts, a, but then so so he literally like I said he, they 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 do the whole thing about the oh at least he's you know he just steals the spotlight from him so he, and then it pans to him and he, this is literally how he goes he's like, well uh, sounds like the spotlight is uh or he says uh uh, uh the spotlight is uh doing a little bit uh going a little bit too far in my opinion but I'll tell you what and because he, he says that real quick and then he cuts a very hyped impassioned promo that should have been the outro. This is where they should have ended the segment. But no. Kenny then has to awkwardly do his whole New Japan cleaner outro Mm -hmm. before yelling for someone to play his music while they play it two seconds after he yells for it to get played. And Jericho is simultaneously yelling into the mic, trying to sell the tag match over the music playing. We'll see you, Big Bill and and Starks. That's right, at World's End, we'll get you, you big-ass jackass, whatever the fuck he says. It was an eye-opening down for me that showed me that Ricky is not the problem. Ricky Ricky is doing what he's supposed to be doing, these guys that we're putting faith in as vets, they lose and they fucking touch is yeah, what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Because they getting offended because they ain't got it no more, motherfucker. Yeah, like yeah. Or even in the sense it's like he said, they're kinda they've been put in spots that they don't necessarily need much of anymore because like they have they already have the name value and instead of doing what they're supposed to which is to build the younger guys up because does big bill have name value a degree but it got tainted after all his personal deals him getting released him yeah. and Enzo kind of falling apart uh as friends and tag team now he's in a good better spot there's yeah, fans he did. genuinely happy yeah. for him right now did he that go, want to see did him he go, go through far. the firm thing yeah that yeah. was lame but now he's in a good spot yeah and, and same thing with ricky ricky yeah. i don't think has ever been a tag team wrestler but he's got gold and so instead of doing what the veterans are supposed to do which is give people a reason to keep coming to see these guys because Dude. they're there to see you already yeah you don't need to remind but, them and, and let's be real i don't even know the last time either these guys been on fucking rampage it, as a tag i was champs. gonna say they've been on apparently collision, apparently when you're a tag champion you're just relegated to collision yeah, yeah, yeah we've talked know? about that and, yeah. and, and then the same thing with ricky too start and stop he had to get through this fucking CM Punk shit yeah. and then go through, and then, you know, Dude lucky for him, you got the Danielson thing going, yeah. but, but damn, dude, it's just like, He's bro. He's going to leave, dog, like, well, for th- sure. That's, my, that's what I felt like in, in the whole thing. And uh, what I what I said earlier about the vet, that goes for Edge, too. Because remember, mm-hmm. he had that shit with Edge. Yeah, which I thought was, was so light. was totally on call for. Exactly. It was super light. You're like, bro, like, this keeps happening and Ricky keeps thriving in yeah. these situations. He keeps recovering, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like he comes out the better looking like professional in mm. all of this and i'm yeah. like yeah he's like if he's not i would i mean like dude 
you get you get some promo time with two of the biggest stars that helped start the company, and their end is shit. Yeah, it's like this is what you do. Like what? Like I've been waiting for an opportunity like this on the flagship show of Smack uh, of a uh, Dynamite. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think it was top of the hour too. So it's like, bro, oh, what the fuck are we doing? Dude? No, it was bottom of the hour. It was la- it was at the at the uh, the start of the fir- or the the bottom of the first hour, bro. That's annoying. Yeah, it was yeah. really annoying, and ugh, I don't know. Anyways, uh, from here we go with it up. As ridiculous as ridiculously bad as that was, we get to a ridiculous up mm-hmm. <laughs> with with uh, a third of the details. <laughs> Highlight for me, possibly of the night. Uh, Tony Storm came out for commentary uh, during this match. It was Ruby Soho taking on Riho. Oh, that's right. Um, I did see that, and it was funny because she came out and she was like. Do you boys prefer for me to do color or play by play? And then she's referred to Taz the whole time as Tasmaniac, which is you know it, it was all good. <laughs> um, but uh, dude, especially like oh 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 the other thing is she kept calling Ruby Soho, Ruby Soho, Soho, <laughs> and but she, and, and and so Ruby Soho has black hair now. So when she was in the match, she was like convinced that this was an imposter because the Ruby Soho I know has green hair. I don't know. I'm not quite convinced this is the real Ruby Soho. <laughs> and it was just like, yo, this is like, yes. for those, it, it, and let me not take a word. The match was great. Um, It was only like a seven-minute match. Yeah. But it was great. But that match with that commentary was even better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got it. And uh, I mean, look, all I'll say is that uh, the whole commentary throughout the picture-in-picture, especially if you get a chance, is both hilarious and just entertaining as hell. You got uh, Tony. She's in character the whole time, cracking up the the, the commentary. Excalibur, he at, out of nowhere, uncharacteristically, he's like, uh, uh, "Mrs. Storm, can I bother you for a line read?" And, and it's like <laughs> not on camera, but you hear him, right? Yeah. And then and then you see him uh, show her a piece of paper, and then she just flatly goes, "It's Sting." <laughs> and then and then they're like, "Oh, coming for your job, Tony." And then she's like, "Well, she she said, she said I could put you out of a job, Mr. Shavon." <laughs> I was dying, bro. And then like and then Yo. and then you had and then you know cuz they keep showing her in the black and white, right? And mm-hmm. at one point, Tony is actually in the shot uh that when he's not supposed to be. So he's in black and white too, and you hear Taz because he's a dick. He's like, "Hold on, black and white." And Tony looked uh, uh, looked, looked uh, natural. Oh man! And then you hear Tony come back. He's like, "He's like, well, Tony, if uh, if you want to just say I hate everybody, then you can take Taz's job." And yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and then she's like, "Well, I'll be running this whole table by myself in a second. <laughs> and the whole time in character, I was like, "This is awesome, dude." Oh man. Um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> she uh, the, uh, what was it? Oh, the match itself again, really good. Uh, again, short little eight minute match, but they got a lot out of it with Rio getting a good win, uh, coming back from injury. So, um, I don't even know if it's a real injury. They could have just had her selling it. Yeah, I don't, or I don't, or maybe visa been, issues. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, knows. or obligations with other companies, whatever. So mo capping for the game, or I don't, yeah. I don't know what they got him mm-hmm. doing. You know, what I mean, you know, Kenny probably giving him extra privileges that nobody else gives a fuck about. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we had Roosh versus Jay Lethal Gold League uh, match. This was a down. Um, this is a physical from the jump match. As you can imagine, with Roosh throwing mad chops, yeah. Lethal eating them and egging them on. But in a weird turn of events, this match was literally four minutes and 35 seconds long. Oh. As Roosh countered a lethal injection attempt with a rear naked choke in the middle of the ring and taps out Lethal. Taps him out. He taps out. 
Wow. Commentary rushes in, like bombards in with a reference about, oh, Roosh not forgetting about how Moxley beat him last week. I guess. And to be honest, it was the same referee in both matches. Yeah. Because after he, he, he raises his hand, he tears his hand away, and he runs to go yell something at him. And the ref just runs out the ring, and then he stares down at the cam, and he's like, starts to say something to Moxley, but then they pan away from him to the... The uh the graphic of the standings, mm-hmm. but I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on? It like, sounds you know? like it sounds like the Golden Jet uh thing went over, so they had to rush. Either that, or they, they also put in the fact that the Roosh so stupid. Did Roosh? Oh, there were so many botches in that promo. Even Kenny Omega kept calling him the. the they, they, he called him the Winnipeg Jets, and I was like, I knew that's where you guys fucking got it from, dude. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I knew it. It's, it's you know what I mean. It's, it was just like you can't even fucking remember your guys' name. It was dumb. Uh, anyways, uh, the only other thing, a reason I thought it could have been short is because his leg was uh, taped. Yeah. Uh, Roosh, yeah. And they were talking about his hamstring, which I, I think I commented. It looked like he'd been having problems with yeah, it. So yeah, yeah. It could have been a little bit of both. I was surprised. I thought you, uh, when you said leg wrapped, I would have thought you meant Jay Lethal. Because I know his leg got worked over in his last uh, Well, I, I noticed his second match, he was having trouble. He was hopping a little bit in his, in his match. Uh, he, a little bit with Moxley, too. Um, but that second match he had, I think it was against Mark Briscoe. Yeah, it was Mark Briscoe. That was the first time I had saw him, um, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of favorite a little bit. But yeah. Um, anyways, uh, from here we had another uh, Gold League match, uh, Mark Briscoe versus Jay White. Uh, Mark comes rushing uh, out the gate at Jay once the bell is rung and hits the DVD super early and lands the froggy bow as Damn. well. Uh, Jay's able to roll out the ring, though, buy himself some time. That doesn't sound uh, good for, for Mark, but yeah. Huh? That doesn't sound good for Mark, but yeah. Those uh, are two of his key uh, offensive maneuvers. So Yeah, Texas hits a huge Dem Boys chant, uh, obviously paying homage as well as supporting Mark in his recent uh, Twitter activity, which I will expand on during the news. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay White's able to fight back with an exploder suplex over the rope, sending Mark uh, to the outside. Uh, kind of like, you know, you know when you could set like a Royal Rumble finisher? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, someone actually fucking did that shit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes you'd be like, "Ain't no one doing this move, bro." Yeah, yeah, no, uh, for sure. But uh, yeah, Jay uh, tries for the Blade Runner, but Mark uses the redneck kung fu to chop his way out of it. Oh, it was nice. pretty hilarious. Okay. He's like, ha! Yeah, yeah, I love that. Man. Uh, he was like bent over on his back, like bridging, and he just looked at him. He's like, "Cha!" <laughs> <laughs> got the, got out that bitch though. It was pretty hilarious. Uh, but uh, yeah, he uh, uh, the two men go back and forth with some hard shots before Jay's able. Uh, I keep calling him Jay. I'm calling Jay White. I don't want to get confused. With yeah, no. Mark. I, I, yeah, so Jay White uh, able to take control of the pacing of the match after picture in picture. Uh, Jay White tries for the hat suplex into the the corner that he always likes to do, but Mark is able to back body drop him and hits a huge desperation clothesline to take over momentum. Uh, we get some more redneck kung fu followed by uh, the running. Uh, I always call it the signature running boot. Um, yeah. The Briscoes do. Mm-hmm. He he hits it to uh, Jay White. And he falls off the apron, setting him up perfectly for the cactus elbow. Uh, he throws him back in for a near fall. Table, baby. Uh, Mark hits, uh, I guess you would call it a one-man um, uh, redneck boogie. Where I mean, he, it's pretty much a splash mountain bomb. Oh, okay. Um, but he 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 uh, caught him like got his arms out of the corner, so it was like he power bombed him. Oh, okay. He gotcha. was uh, on the turnbuckle and was like, "Gotcha, bitch." Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> and uh, okay. so he uh, kind of him up. Yeah, razors edged him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Out the corner, near fall. Tries for the J Driller, uh, but Jay White counters with the Dragon Screw. Hits two sleeper suplexes as well. Right Damn. after that, okay. Uh, Jay White tries with Blade Runner, but Mark counters with a high angle exploder that drops him on his dome, dude. Like straight up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's moving like right after. I was like, "Yo, that was scary as fuck." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, tries for another froggy bow, but uh, White's able to get the knees up and then uh, hits the Blade Runner for the win. Damn, okay. Yeah, no cheating, no nothing. They got more time. Yeah, 
<laughs> but then again, the main event was like a full 20 minutes. Oh, so, okay, gotcha. uh, like, it went down to the wire, but someone, somebody won, but it didn't, didn't you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it was worth noting that there's a pretty stacked pay-per-view. I think I'm missing one of the matches, but uh, final battle is tonight. Yeah. Um, we got Keith Lee and Shane Taylor, uh, grudge match. Tony Nese and Ethan Page in an I quit match. Um, hmm. Athena defending the women's championship against Billy Starks. I heard that's the main event. Uh, yeah, I do, do believe so. Uh, we also have El Hijo del Vikingo taking on Black Taurus or Tarus, depending oh, okay. on if you uh, know how to pronounce it Tarus or if you're Excalibur. Uh, well, Excalibur, he, he, he called him some different. Mm. Uh, and you would think he would know everything. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, Tierras? Uh, yeah, I was going to no. say. Well, what happened there, buddy? <laughs> but, yeah, that's for the AAA, I think, the mega uh, championship which I don't know why that would be defended on ROH soil. Uh, but there's also a dope six-man tag that got signed. It is uh, Black Combat oh, yeah, Club. We Black Pole Combat Club. last week, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, FTR and uh, Briscoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Briscoe versus uh, Claudio, Yuta, and um, Danielson. The, the biggest complaint is the fact that there's, like, literally none of their belts on the line except the Women's Championship. Yeah. Because the, uh, you know. I heard he's even thinking about stripping the tag belts from – Cole and MJF because cause they can't defend them. Yeah, at this point now. I mean, because I had to remember who had them. Yeah, exactly. You know I, mean? bro, I was yeah. like, oh yeah. I was like, well, they, none of them are fucking. They and none of them can even wrestle. And who's the TV champ after Joe? No, Rikers? it's it's well, it's vacated because they've been doing a tournament that we oh, don't okay. see. You oh, know what I mean? Gotcha. So yeah, yeah it's been okay. yeah. Uh, final match is the main event, man. Swerve Strickland, Swerve Swerve uh, versus Moxley, Gold League. Uh, obviously high stakes. Both men have uh, nine points. Bell rings and crowd has uh, already started a "This is awesome" chant without any act. They didn't even touch each other, bro. They're just literally yeah. circling each other in the ring. Okay. And then we get a huge AEW chant as well, and they're still not even touching yet. Mm. Um, and I was like, man, they got a lot of a good fan base in Texas, man. I, I mean, it, it you know it don't always sound like that. I, I should say. Yeah. Um. Anyways, both men start the match technically, uh, you know, with the technical row, which kind of refreshing in comparison to the other tournament matches we saw, you know, during the night. Uh, they exchange. Uh, I can't. There's no other way to say it. According to Excalibur, they exchange uh, smooches. Um, there's a tie-up scene. Uh, yeah, especially when you think about these two guys. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck are you talking about? They tie like up mind games. Or yeah, what? they oh, okay. tie up. He he, you know, he's able to back swerve into the corner. He lets go, and then he fucking like plants a kiss on him on on, on his cheek. And he's just like, what the fuck? And then he so does weird. it back to Mox. I'm like, yo, don't do that shit. Like, mm-hmm. nobody popped for that shit. Mm-hmm. No one. I don't know who the audience was for. I don't know. I have no idea. But it didn't. Like yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I mean, I've seen people do it, but not. It doesn't work for these two characters at all. No. Um, however, we see Mox try for a rebound snap German suplex at one point, but Swerve anticipates it and drop steps out the way before uh, effortlessly hitting the handstand uh, head scissors. He always does setting Mox to the outside. Mox tries for something off the middle ropes in the corner, but Swerve quickly kicks his feet out from underneath him, leaving him crouched in the ropes long enough for him to hit a uh, the rope hung jumping DDT, which I have not seen him do in a long yeah, time since no, NXT. To be honest, yeah. Yeah. I've not seen him do it in AEW, but it's kind has of consi- he? Yeah, probably was the earliest consistent. earliest days, huh? Yeah, I like, think yeah. the last time is when him and AR Fox had a match was last time. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, that would make sense because I think he was doing it during the time where they were probably mixing it up a lot on the indies or probably doing Lucha, yeah. Lucha Underground shit, mm-hmm. too. Anyways, uh, the two fight on the outside was sort of taking the fight to Mox, which is, you know, more or less usually Mox's game. But uh, Mox answers back with a big clothesline before hitting a pile driver for a near fall. Uh, Mox tries for the grounded curb stomps, but Swerve is able to roll through, and he kind of straight jackets himself. 
but then he uses like he he crosses his arms and, and uses it to throw Moxley oh, almost through the like ropes, a, like a iconoclasm. Yeah, it was. That's exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. That's honestly kind of what it was. But it was. A, I was like, yo, I don't think anyone's ever countered those stomps before. It was kind of cool. Mm, okay. But you know, I I always smile when I watch these matches because Swerve just always. He, he flourishes very well, and he never fails to amaze me. Like he's always surprising yeah. me with shit, and I'm like, "But mm-hmm. I, like, I know so he's capable smooth. of shit." Yes, dude. Just we were talking about that last week too. Just God, he's, that boy's smooth. He's just his transitioning is just like it's, oh, it's top notch. Yeah. Um. But anyways, yeah. He uh, Mox is able to trap Swerve in the into the ring skirt, but like he, I think he was doing a baseball. That's what it was, a baseball slide. He pulls it up, so now he's kind of crouched, like uh, like it's. In between his legs. Mm-hmm. So one leg is between, like, the actual, like, uh, you can't see one leg because the apron's in front of it. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And so he's, like, literally, like, you know, kind of doing the, you know, when you crouch somebody with the crotch, mm-hmm. somebody with the ropes type thing uh, with the apron. So I'm like, okay, he's doing a little bit of dirty work here. We're saying Moxley. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, he also ends up hammerlocking his taped up arm because, uh, you know, he's been coming into matches with, with his shoulder taped up. So he hammerlocked it and threw him fucking uh, shoulder first into the fucking still steps, oh. and then just rolls into the ring. I'm like, yo, he don't give a fuck, bro. Like <laughs> he was talking a lot of shit. Now he's just like, whatever. Um, Mox hits a big superplex, continues to target the shoulder. Uh, Swerve powers back with the uh, the leg capture backbreaker, and then hits the snapmare out the corner with the diving elbow, uh, the the European uppercut, I should say. Gotcha. Uh, before hitting the gritty again, do a huge pop. They love the gritty in yeah, Texas, they I guess. Do. Uh, they do, they do. I heard that. Uh, Swerve uh, tries for the Rolling Thunder flatliner, but Mox counters with a really cool uh, count. Uh, I was gonna call it RKO, but the cutter. Mm-hmm. Like he sees him coming and just hits the running cutter on him instead. Uh, follows up with the cradle pile driver. It was gnarly, bro. He picked him up, had the 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 cradle, but one of uh, shout out to Swerve. One of his legs, he it hung literally all the way over his his shoulder, and the other one was just straight up. So it looked like he was fucking trapped. Like you're yeah, like, yo, you yeah. about to mash this dude. Yeah. It, it was it was a cool. I never seen someone do it like that. It was almost like how Rhino used to do his 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 yeah, uh, the just, pod drivers I, on the women. That's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. he like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, man, he was destroy some. Take <laughs> this. <laughs> Anyways, uh, 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 oh, that's what a swerve hits the one handed uh or the the one handed handstand kip up into the rolling suplex that we were just talking about last week. Yeah. Uh, Mox eats the suplex though, but then he walks right into a big pump kick where he like left his feet. It was almost like a, like a a pump claymore, mm. like the way he hit him. Okay. Uh, near fall, then Swerve fucking he curb stomps Mox, then gets him in his own arm trap elbows, and then fucking uh, hits him with the house call like right after. I was like, goddamn. Okay. Um, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, he tries for the swerve stomp, but Mox pops up, shoves him off the top rope, sending him to the outside. As he just literally like, fuck it, count that motherfucker out. I don't care. Shh. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is going on? That's why I was like, this is so weird. Uh, swerve gets in last minute, only to fall a victim to uh, the Seth Rollins stomp. I was going to call it the stomp, but there's a swerve stomp, there's the curb stomp. So yeah, I, I didn't yeah. know, you know how to differentiate. Uh, for another near fall, but Swerve kicks out as Justin Roberts then announces five minutes left in the match. So Mox immediately goes on submission mode. Uh, he, he first tries with the rear naked. He, he isn't able to get it uh, to get it fully locked in. He transitions to a cross arm breaker, but Swerve's able to reach the ropes. And I'm not gonna lie, man. After this, the finish of the match really just pissed me off. I, I mean, you kind of mentioned it earlier, so I, was, so I didn't want to get too excited at the spots. So I was like, Let's Mox hear. goes outside to grab a chair. And he's he's talking shit to the crowd, which I'm like, okay, you're waiting to get hit. And uh, Swerve catches him. I think he does like a slingshot attack to the outside to kind of like knock him down, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously get the chair away from him. But then he sets him up in the chair, 
and then he does a running swerve stomp off the apron. Oh, shit. You okay. know, on, I mean, he doesn't he technically doesn't do it on the chair, but he does it where he's like sitting so he can't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Okay. So he, he stomps him in the chair, throws him in the ring, hits another swerve stomp. And mind you, this is five minutes and, and counting all going. So you think this is it. This motherfucker kicks out, bro. This motherfucker kicks out. And then, um, man, what the fuck else happened? Oh, fuck. Oh, he kicks out. He goes for the JML driver. Okay. He rolls through. And he puts his arms over it, one leg, uses Mises Mox now, because he rolls through in a clutch pin. Cat one leg pinned down, grabs the belt of his tights to pull him further. So he's cheating. And on top of that, his one of his shoulder, the one that's hurt, is clearly not on the mat, and they count one, two, three. And he fucking pin swerve. I was hot, bro. If well, you're gonna do it that way, then fucking do it that like do it no, right. Sense, but sense I was it like, up. Yeah, but but I'm I like, think what what they're trying to do is like Swerve has been riding a huge wave of momentum that even Moxley couldn't put him down the way he wanted to put him down. So he he had to dig deep in his dirty pockets to do what he got to do because he said, you know, I'm running, I'm I'm gonna win this tournament. But I don't think it hurt Swerve. Well, it kind of hurts Mox more for having to do that. Th- this is where I, I differ because if, if everything you said is correct, mm-hmm. but this is how you could have still achieved that. Could have went down to the wire. Both men are tied. Meaning that it has to, be, they're gonna have to meet again because you have to understand the the two highest scores have oh, to you, meet for the semis. Oh, you would have just gave them both the one. I would have gave them yeah. both the one. That have them have them been tied in their gold league to face again for a definitive yeah. winner to go to the finals. That, yeah, that of, probably you know I mean? would have been that. Yeah, way better better story. That probably would have because they keep teasing it and it hasn't happened. Yeah, they keep explaining that that maybe they're trying to get a well, maybe or a count out will only do. You know, they, yeah, they keep yeah. teasing yeah. the differentials of points. So yeah, I, I I could agree with you on that. I, that probably would. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of finishes better than what you described especially yeah. based on the action you, you well depicted, you're watching but, yeah. and you see the two swerve something you see the he's going crazy trying to cinch in the, the submissions you're like oh man this is this is about to go down like someone either has to win or they're about to get yeah, one point you each see the car crash about yeah, the, and, yeah. Then, and then you're like that's what the fuck you gave us dude i'm like i get the desperation but i'm like jesus christ dude i'm like i don't know if that didn't really play into mox like everything that mox has been doing up until him facing swerve it just it made it seem like he was intimidated by Swerve. Which if they're gonna do that, you know, maybe I gotta wait for the storytelling. But for my money, I think the storytelling would have been well placed more in having them face each other, no no winner, and then having to go to a winner in the finals. Like that's how you sell that match. You know who I'm surprised isn't in this tournament is Darby. I'm glad he's not. I mean, don't he's been wrong. in he's every been, fucking he's been tournament. He's been a little overexposed, but like yeah, just that yeah. kind of finish sounds like something that would happen to Darby Allen. Swerve, Swerve would have done that the, to Darby Allen. Yeah, yeah. As I say, with the belt, especially so. But, I think that's yeah. the only thing is we never seen like Moxie on his Weasley heel shit. Like, well, fuck it, because he, he and, then, and then with it every and now then and he then, looks but. in the camera and says, "Whatever it takes, babe." <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't say babe, but he literally says yeah, that shit. I'm like, man, I get it. The babe thing. If that's if you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. But and then obviously from here we we do pan to the footage uh of hangman oh that's how they went off. okay i was like yeah. thank god they didn't go off the air with that fucking fart in church they were about there. to and then and then hangman is shown getting jumped by four men in the devil mask all of them and all or not oh, i'm sorry they're in all black the devil mask is printed on the back of each of their sh- you know shirts whatever they're fucking wearing yeah um yeah, we could talk about it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, everyone knows by now uh, that's definitely Wardlow as one of I'm, them. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and this is my thing. 
I remember you were specific in announcing this a couple weeks ago that the people that are playing mm-hmm. the the body these aren't body doubles. These are not the filler pe- spots. These no, are yeah. the people. So yeah. um I've had people freeze frame uh uh the shot of when two guys were holding MJF's arms when they before they attacked him uh two weeks ago and then they were like you could tell that's Taven and 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 Bennett. But then I also heard that there was another clip where you're like, yo, you could tell that's Wardlow. And, or, like, Wardlow had the same boots on that he wore in his match a couple segments later. Mm. And then remember we were talking about how Wardlow's hair looked like it was just undone. Yeah. And it was, like, almost like you had mask hair. Mm. You know, and that's yeah, why everyone yeah. was talking. So, yeah. And he's the one that's been talking all this shit about trying to take everything away from MJF for a while. And, and, and this was no different. This week, just like last week, just like the week before, we keep getting these video promos about it. But we don't know, like, okay, we get a match from him, and then we get this long promo, and it's like, yeah, I know, we get it, but there's literally no progression in what he's talking about. And I would say the so, same thing with, like, you know, if you think about it, there was nothing going on at full gear, because who, you know, if you think about if if it is Pinnacle 2.0, yeah. FTR had a match, too. Yeah, that's true. Right? Adam Cole was, I mean, uh, that was the thing. Maybe he's the red herring. He was busy, but MJF had a match, too. Both you of them I mean? So a lot of the main guys, because I'll be honest, I was watching a little bit of the beatdown, but while you know we were talking about this off, yeah, and, and it's been and it's confirmed there's five of them, tell, by the way, yeah, yeah, and you could definitely tell that that one is Wardlow. There's no doubt about it. You could look and you go, that is Wardlow, the, the way he moves, yeah, right. But as I'm watching, I go, you know, I know he's been busy on the indies, but that looks like fucking Sean Spears to me, like his mm. height. We met him in person. He was a big yeah. fucking dude. You know and, what and I mean? that's the thing too is like and, I, and, I said and the, to you off, off mic is um, you know, I'm under the impression you know I, I see Wardlow, but he's he's not like Batista. He's not yeah, like yeah. he he's a big guy, but he's yeah, not yeah. like he's not like a Hammerstone. He's he, not like he's a Brock. Not, he's not Cage Brian Cage. Yeah, level, that, that's yeah yeah. But he does have size to him. His stature. That's yeah, the word yeah, that you stature, use. Yeah. You know, so it's like when yeah. you when you same thing with Spears. Because when you think about it, when we saw him at the FTR thing. He had he had a jacket on. Yeah. And he didn't look entirely big, but you knew he was a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, I don't. I mean, and, so and I would say the two guys that are holding Paige from behind mm-hmm. kind of look like FTR. One look definitely I, I, moves like Cash. Uh, see, that's the thing. It's like when you get used but, to the way but, someone moves, yeah, it's hard to unsee that. Yeah, shit. but I've been trying to just be surprised. I'm not trying to investigate. No, when no, I'm I, I, it, yeah, you know? I, I, um. That that's the thing too is because uh, someone I think I told you that someone there that uh, they saw uh, someone else that saw the picture of, of MGF getting his arms held back by two people, and they're like you can clearly see that mustache poking out through the through the through yeah, the mask. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's got to be Dash, and I'm like or Dax. I'm like, you know, anyone got a got that strong mustache? Yeah, game I was like gonna say there are people with facial know. hair, but not as strong. But yeah, some yeah. people said that they 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 think they saw Taven and and Bennett on one. So I don't know, man. It, it keeps going back and forth, but I think that's what I like. I will say that last week the whole like oh we're gonna tease this tag match just to know that we're not gonna do it, it was kind of weird and stupid and a waste mm-hmm. of everyone's time. And yeah, kind of went backwards on everything, but uh, but here we are. I mean, we got Hangman getting jumped. Um, you got double what spine buster? That's why I yeah, knew it was yeah. how I knew it was Wardlow is because the way he spine bustered that uh, that dude or uh, yeah, Hangman. And to me, I feel like that could have been well, I would probably him say and Spears, FTR, huh? but it might be him and Spears with them They're, being he's the tall enough. Yeah, hundred percent. You got to do, do that move. They with were someone. the same height when we met them. I was going to so. say you got to do that move with someone that's the same height as you. Yeah, or else you got to yeah. uh, accommodate for you know all that shit. But um, yeah, that was it, man. Um, 
I guess we can get the news from now. Yeah. But uh, one thing actually, it wasn't on the news. I wanted to ask you just because I know it, it was a point of discussion. Was um, uh, the Iron Claw movie? Is that something that that uh? How you feel about them? Because I want to see it. I mean, I, 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 I know back you, and, you, you. I've been back pretty, and forth about it. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was even thinking. I didn't know when it came out, but I had thought. Of, you know, I know the the trailer had dropped maybe two weeks before Thanksgiving. I even thought about maybe we should go see it, but I didn't realize it was going to be out. It wouldn't be out till December. But I want to see it just because there's not a lot of movies to get made like this and knowing what I know of the story and some of the stuff that gets, you know, I've kind of reprised my knowledge from mm-hmm. a lot of the dark side of the ring stuff. I'm curious, you know, it's kind of like when, you know, and I don't want to liken it to this, but it's like not all biopics are done correctly. And I remember like, it's always in the small details. Now there are some that are part of it, like a get Richard die trying because 50 is part of the, He's the sensationalizing process. the story. Exactly. A little bit, same yeah. thing. Eight mile, like yeah. same thing. Different but, names. But yeah. this to me, it's like, you know, unless you can't get clearance from certain people's names, this is a very specific story that you got to get right. You know, and no, so, you know, in, in so that, in that aspect, that's, you're absolutely right. Because yeah. when they did notorious, I remember yeah. they didn't even do the story of how he met little Kim. Right. right no, they didn't it, do that at, right all, at, all. at all. And, and I thought and that was such a big detail. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, that's how you heard. No, that's what came out of his own mouth in an interview. Yeah, how he and, like, like, I'll put it this way. It's, it's like yeah. when you read a book that's very well written and then you see the adaptation into a movie and, and some they, things they, they got to change a up. huge detail. Like when I saw yeah, Hunger there's Games, a difference. There's the a first difference. Hunger Games, yeah, the yeah, way I was she just gets about to say that, that. that pin is not the way she gets the pin in the yeah, book. I was, and I had a big problem with that. Yeah, too. I was going to say that there's there's difference between like the Harry Potter fans that there's certain things they're like, well, that's not how it happened, but I. Well, you included it, so I can get with it. Yeah, but then yeah. there's also times where they like they totally like like and why introduce some new. You're like shit. if you don't understand the story, then why would you introduce this arc into it, thinking you're gonna tell a better story when you don't even understand the yeah. story to tell? You yeah, know? no, I get. But you. no, I feel like I only wanted to ask because obviously it was a big deal. They had to premiere. Um, obviously you had a bunch of uh, crossover with MGF yeah. and uh, you know John Cena, Liv Morgan, I believe, oh uh, Baron Corbin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it looks interesting. I I, I think my thing was I. It, what got me kind of whatever on the whatever boat about it was the quote from uh, Kevin yeah. himself, where he said that he doesn't think his dad would have approved of the movie. I think so it's just all about know. context. I think or it's whether he's it's, probably it's talking the about movie. kayfabe. That's huh. what I was thinking the whole time. I huh. thought maybe it's kayfabe, maybe it's invasive to the, their family that history. A, you different. know, there's, there's a lot of different things. Yeah, he didn't really. Yeah, I was a real broad statement but until I said it right now. And he's again, not the yeah. kind of guy that's really talkative either. He's no, really, no, you know, tranquil and, and I mean, he I mean, likes dare to I say docile. Like, bro, he's he, very, he, he he likes to. I mean, he spends a lot of his time outside. Yeah, you know, like. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I just thought it was worth bringing up. I know it was uh, making the rounds and stuff like yeah. that. I just wanted to know how you felt about it. Well, uh, yeah, no, I mean, news-wise, I was gonna, I'll was i just kind of uh, spin off of uh, AW. Uh, one guy that also has been rumored to be the uh, the devil, Jack Perry. He's locked down more trademarks, apparently. Um, yeah, I've been hearing about that. We, ta- we heard about him uh, getting Jurassic uh, – not Jurassic, but Jungle Boy. But uh, his attorney, Michael Dawkins, uh, filed trademarks uh, for – Jurassic Express and a boy and his dinosaur. Uh, and the mark is for, uh, you know, are registered and intended f- to cover categories of hats, shirts, bandanas, shirts, and short sleeve shirts, sweatshirts, hoods, you know, it's merch. And so, again, I go back to is he leaving to go back on the indies or is this whole patriarchy? I was your thinking new name that is too. Kill Switch, and is he gonna be like, no, your name is Toby. It's <laughs> it's, it's cool. To it's Luchasaurus. Lucha <laughs> no. oh, oh, Kill Switch. Oh, oh man, no, it's it. Yeah, <laughs> why you make him sound like Lenny from Mice yeah. and Men? Dude? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, what's up with that, man? It's just funny. Like, you're got, just like, no, 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 big fella, over here, over here. Uh, it's he's got like the, the it's like the Black Widow the incredible. Syndrome, it's like the Incredible Hulk and Black Widow. Yeah, seriously. But uh, and then moving on, I do have an interesting note from Ric Flair, who uh, was recently on a, uh, a morning show, the Baltimore's '98 Rock Morning Show with Justin Scott Spiegel, where he was asked who he believes would embody the true essence of being a horseman these days, and he named four people, which was interesting. Death. Uh, he said. <laughs> Uh, you know, Dolph Ziggler is the first guy. Mm. Second guy would be Seth Rollins. Uh, mm. He said the third guy, uh, which I was kind of surprised how he got to this because it, the quote didn't make sense to me. Because you would have to be good at what you do, and you have to be able to enjoy life. Let me think. God, I haven't had too much fun with him, but I'm sure he'd be great. Roman Reigns. Just like ah, that makes no sense. No sense to me. Yeah, and then the last guy was Randy Orton, but I think you know that he makes sense. I don't like that they're all WWE guys. Yeah, well, like MJF didn't make the he didn't. Well, I guess Dolph isn't technically. Oh, he technically is a WWE guy, even though he's not there. But yeah, but he's he's still in the midst of a non complete uh, non compete clause. But I do have a. I was just that's a good way to go into this. Is uh, according to sources in AEW, uh, many within the company have been pushing for the signing of Nick Nemeth, aka or formerly known as Dolph Ziggler, and there have been multiple creative pitches made for him. One one of which includes him being one of CJ Perry's clients. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man, because I I made the the, the comment yesterday when I saw them together again. I'm like. Yo, this dude Andrade will work with everyone's wife but his own. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Real talk. So it's like, I don't know if I want Dolph. There's and a lot of reports saying he's trying to finish up and get back. I, I've been hearing so. that because supposedly he's trying to do some CMLL dates. And uh, yeah, obviously been... AAA is the one that's cool with uh, with uh, AEW. So yeah, remote, you're and remotely he, going. And he to, has yeah. said he's wanted to go back home, quote unquote, before, you know, to CMLL where he started before advancing or whatever his next move is so but uh also have a note on brian danielson uh this is actually pretty interesting uh this is on a potential match with nigel mcginnis he says maybe one day i can get a rematch with nigel at wembley i know nigel was really big on it yeah yeah he says i know nigel was really big on it last year but i at the time i wasn't sure if he could hang with me but now he's been working his ass off and he's got himself in great shape so i don't know the thing is we never heard um well, it was the, it was his illness or something, it was, right? He had, was uh, it he, he had, I, I, it was blood work for sure. I don't know. I if remember, it was yeah, that, that was in the TNA stuff. But yeah, yeah. So, dang, that um, was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, oh wait, it is. I, I, for some reason, I'm like, oh, he's on the shelf because of injury. I'm like, no, technically, no. He's just, you know, trying to take care of himself. So I can't, I can't, you know. Yeah, exactly. And then. uh Braun Strowman, uh, just go to the oh, WWE well, side. Oh, well, before you get the, because oh, yeah. I do have something from AEW. Uh, I was talking about Mark Briscoe earlier. Um, I don't know if you saw this, uh, but WWE on Fox, their Twitter account, they posted a photo of uh, Bobby Lashley celebrating with the Street Profits from uh, SmackDown last week. Yeah. And when they posted it, they just had one word with uh, with the hashtag SmackDown. It said, Dem boys, all caps, with a Z exclamation point and he wrote for real this shit is hilarious at triple h whoever runs his twitter should probably be fired for lack of knowledge or they need to the, the taste slapped out their mouth for lack of reverence which i was like oh that was i could hear him say that in the yeah. promo right and uh, people were giving him shit like dude you're being sensitive and he, and like people were using them boys before he's like no 
They weren't using them boys no. with a Z. No. And, and especially very, in wrestling. In all, in all caps, it's very specific. Like, yeah. like you know, I get the the Cowboys, uh, their whole thing. Like, Swerve's House, Rams. Uh, there's, there's similarities to certain stuff. I get that. But, yeah. So, I guess he got lit up about it. I don't know why, like, people were being weird about it to him. But he ended up writing, uh, re- replying to it because I guess he logged out of Twitter since it got too much. And he said... Oh yeah, that's right. I quit. Uh, that's why I quit posting on Twitter. Just log back on. Wow. Some of y'all are wild. I dismissed my brother, y'all. That's all. And I got a little of my feelings when I seen the Fox post. At Triple H, you ain't gotta fire nobody. Times is tough. Love y'all. Take mm. it light, people. Yeah. Hashtag them boys forever. There you go. So I mean, that's why I was like, yeah, when, when Texas was shouting it, I'm like, yeah, for sure. That, that, that's yeah. what that's about. For sure. Well, uh, going back to the WWE stuff, um, Braun Strowman. Uh, he uh, he recently said so. Uh, just on his recovery, he says so far so good. I just got recently cleared to fully start weight training and stuff like that. Still got a little bit of a process left, but don't worry, the monster's coming home soon. No date, but you'll know when I come back. So I guess he's trying to get back in on all the fun because obviously the roster is stacked as hell right now. So nobody gives a fuck. I I agree. I mean, the other day he said something like he was asked, I think by Van Vliet. Uh, if you're the Andre of your era, and I was like, is he? And he goes, who would be the Hogan? And he's like, oh, well, I'd have to say Roman. And I'm just like, what? Oh, all right, man. Like, that, that don't even make no goddamn sense. Like, you guys did not do that kind of uh, numbers when you guys fought, but whatever. Um, moving on to uh, Ken Shamrock apparently signed a deal with WWE. It's being uh, reported that he agreed to sign a Legends deal. And so apparently some of his merchandise has already been added to the WWE that, that's online huge, store. To be honest, because yeah. for a while people have been asking why they've acted like he's just not existed yeah. at all. He was active in Impact, not yeah. or well, TNA he, or well, whatever. Was, yeah. yeah, and he even had The Rock film something yeah, in appreciation right. for yeah. him. So yeah, it's been he's been even like, dude, I've been wanting to come back, but they act like they don't know me, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know either. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and Booker even he he's all planning for him to be first round ballot. Like he's like he needs to go in the Hall of Fame this year. I mean, it, it, it's it's almost to the point where it's so late that it's like you don't want it to happen. You're like, well, yeah, but it should have happened already. Like, yeah, you know, they're just being weird about it. So but. I agree. And then the last thing I had is just really, uh, you know, just something to go into the CM Punk stuff we were talking about uh, a little earlier. But apparently, uh, this is very interesting because of WWE and Warner Brothers Discovery, I guess, were in talks at one point. Uh, I don't know if it's about streaming or. I was or, just going to get TV. into that because they, I guess, they met with Warner Brothers. Yeah, but uh, it, on Monday. And apparently, CM Punk's the one who opened the door yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah which because I guess the talk, the, the, sure. the talks of that, the deal was dead for, I guess. A while, but yeah, they said if a deal can be reached, then WWE could land on TBS or TNT. And I'm like, what? What are you doing? Like, what bro? is going? Like, yeah, like it, it's 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 not a bad move business wise, of course. But it's like then you start killing the business, dude. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, that you su- supposedly care about. And then it's like, and again, this kind of goes back to I didn't see it go this far, but I even said that I feel like CM Punk did this all everything that he's been doing. Out of spite and to try to fucking end the company. Yeah, seriously. Like, and it's like, and, it, uh, and is that yeah. really a, a scalp you want to? You mean that you want to have in your legacy? Like, like you want to be able to be like, oh, I single handedly took down a part of the wrestling business that was paying the boys great. Yeah, and looking out for them. Yeah, regardless of how you feel about the Booker, the Booker is giving these guys a place to work and provide for their families. So he's been doing a lot of poking at <sighs> the bear know, though. Man. I mean, we could talk. Yeah. About yeah. It, like I know last for week sure, he dude. popped up in, on SmackDown that had a lot of interesting interactions 
to me, one of the more notable ones besides the promo stuff was him and Kevin Owens backstage. Yeah. Obviously, Kevin Owens, everyone knows his storied friendship with the Bucks. And to me, I don't know what was worked or not, but it looked there damn were... near real to me the way he was like, "Are you? oh, I'm looking for Pierce's, uh, uh, you know, or not, uh, Aldis's, my bad, Nick, because I forgot uh, Adam Pierce is not on both shows now. He, he's the GM kind of raw. But at Nick Aldis's office, and he's like, "Nope." Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel a, like that's exactly he, how he, he talked would about it on um, on a kayfabe interview mm-hmm. with Sean that one time, where he said, "I guess he had nothing bad oh, to ever to say about Punk, right. and then he found out Punk had bad stuff to say about uh, him, and, and he's his like, gear and yeah, stuff and like he's that, like, yeah. well, bro, what the fuck?' And then he said they talked, and everything got smoothed over. But since then, he said it's just been. He's like, you know, whatever. Like he he, it's not like he's like. Oh, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah, like, it's yeah. just like, you know, if he'll ask him about it, he'll talk about it. But it's not like mm. he keeps that energy with him all yeah. day. But that's why I'm like, yeah. Um, AJ, I believe, was on SmackDown, correct? I think it was because for, for Tribute of the, of the Troops. But I, I saw some foul shit. Someone said, when's the last time someone cared that AJ was there? And I was like, wow. What? Well, I mean, look, when's the last time they've made someone care that AJ was there? Yeah, that's the correct way true, to say yeah. that because I, he's – his uh, trajectory is beyond falling off out of the sake of being. Yeah, I think it's injuries too. But yeah. it's that, and and they don't they they can they can think of something to do with you, but when you have to do it with you too, and the third and Mitchin and all this, like bro, they need to drop Mitchin and just go back to the old school heel or, OC stuff they did with with Cena, that, or just not even yeah, have him do the group shit. Up. Yeah, because that too. That's the thing is that's what keeps doing them in, <laughs> yeah. like him him looking out for his friends keep doing him in booking wise and and contract wise man. Very like, true, yeah, so. no man. But anyways, uh, I think that's it, right? Well, yeah, the one with Punk. Uh, oh Punk, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. With Cody, that was interesting because yeah. again, he's got ties with the Elite. Uh, they both talked about wanting to be in the Rumble and finish their own stories. Yeah, um, he's but like, that's interesting. I'm like, it's yeah. not interesting. Shit, he's taking your shit, bro. Don't yeah, let him do it. Exactly. And then he did have the promo where he. Again, he's just doing a lot of like I see. So I heard I didn't get a chance to read it, but apparently his attorney has finally said something about the all-out brawl out. And I again I don't know specifically, but it mm. was a headline. But I just mm. felt like, aren't you kind of doing what you like? I feel like you're playing with fire there, going, you know, because he's talking about you know KO and how he's just punching Logan Paul and. Uh, Grayson Waller and oh who you know you can't no, just he, be going he, around he, punching people in the backstage yeah, and it's 2023 look, smart smart who would do that clever like, play to Mr. Punk yeah as I'm using I'm in character I'm in my character using a storyline to talk about what something that happened on the show yeah like no motherfucker you're referring to some shit that's under uh I just it uh, seems so low a non an NDA you yeah know what I mean like and that's not me being an AEW loyalist it's just like can't you just come here and be on some fresh shit. Yo, ain't this the same dude that was trying to say that the Bucks had had uh, violated the NDA on one of their episodes of fucking BTE too? I'm saying, like, bro, like, on, that's fam. what that's what was so weird about that. And from there, we had—I mean, I will say this—I'm gonna give credit where it's due because I didn't give a shit about that whole thing. He, you know, kind of called out Roman and said, "Don't forget, he was my wise man first, Blah blah blah. But I was like, "Why don't you say something like I'm the one, like, like I I started the Shield? That's a what's much like." better stronger line but maybe he's waiting to use it against seth i don't know but i know seth and him went head to head on the stick on raw 
Yeah. I liked it. I mean, I, I saw someone say it, and I, I felt it without even needing to read this, but the stare down definitely gave me uh, <laughs> Rock Hogan vibes at Mania, you know, where it's a split crowd, everyone's looking, you know, it, it was just in the sense of, like, you're just waiting for something to happen in a sense, you know. But the, yeah, I mean, I'm never impressed with Punk's face when someone's giving him the business because he tries to sit there and no sell it. I hate that smirk. And he does yeah. that slow blink that he does. And I'm just like, bro, like, Seth doesn't think, doesn't he's not trying to be you. And Seth has done a lot in your wake, bro, like, since you've been gone, for sure. And Yeah, he... You know, and, and that's me again because you talk about the guy who got mad at Seth. I'm, I like Seth Rollins since he was Tyler Black, but when he started all that, oh, I'm like I'm the forgotten child and I'm not getting the opportunity. It's like, bro, you're already a fucking bro, triple been, crown champ. Been, like, what been are you shot, talking about? You've been, like, you beat Brock Lesnar twice, and you're yeah, bitching right now. Like, you're the only one. Like you, you're the one who got peaked too soon. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got everything Roman couldn't get because he didn't have to. I mean, you did get a start and stop with the injury. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. But Roman had to. He had the the. the Hernia. First NXT champ, yeah, he? yeah. He had the hernia uh, uh, joint that took him out. He yeah. had the leukemia that took him out. And you I'm know saying what I mean? Seth so, hasn't suffered because he did have the leg injury. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Know? But but I he's just, been the most. Yeah, he has never been held back. Like the size of his rocket has not shrunk. No, no. Let's just be real. Yeah, yeah. No. Let's just be 100 percent real not with at that. All. Uh, interesting fact. You know who is representing A Steel and CM Punk in that brawl out? Stephen P. New. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, this is not real. Wow, that's and then it's crazy. like, yeah, they, uh, of course, <laughs> hey, still, yeah, that guy's like family. We go way back. Of course, he'd, he'd represent us. I'm like, what the yeah, fuck is going course. on? That, oh, man. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like Quinn, it's like, we finally got one. Yeah. It's like, so do we get a, uh, a, <laughs> a refer- <laughs> reference fee? What's up? Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, but, but I yeah. will say I did enjoy the back and forth between him and Seth. I, I just I don't like the the snarkiness of the who would punch the guy that we were talking about. Yeah, that. yeah. But, I mean, like, dude, like. I get it, but again, I'm maybe if I'm a hater, call me a hater. But this whole rinse repeat bullshit, it's it's exactly that. It's rinse repeat bullshit. I can't get excited for two returns in two years, man. Like I yeah. And then a lot of people were saying that that promo that Seth cut was almost identical to the one that Hangman cut on him. I felt like it was like it. it the, you know, I was gonna bring that up. It felt very. Familiar, yeah, sim- familiar, yeah, sim- yeah, 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 similar. Because right, yeah. they were both talking about, I think, the same thing. They're coming from the same era, where it's like, with the only difference is with Paige, it was happening in real time, mm-hmm. while Seth is like, I'm getting this shit you've been doing for years off my chest before he even AW was heard of. Yeah, and so I didn't, I didn't hate on Seth's promo at all. It was the one thing that wasn't like sing my song and. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it bye was bye, it, bitch. Yeah, yeah. It was raw, yeah. and you could. T- I mean, even how subtle he said, "I hate you," but yeah. one of two things is going to happen: you're either going to get exposed, or I'm going to expose you. Like it's mm. like there's no scenario where you're not exposed as a. And fraud, I'm, I'm sure that was, I'm sure that's super shoot too. Yeah, I, I, I mean, so. a lot of people have been feeling this. I don't know, man. It's it's weird. I did see that he had a little thing with Kofi. He's oh, like, did he? You're making me crazy. Like, hey, man, I don't do that no more. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he was in the back with like a couple. You know, they always yeah, put but like. See, he was one of the guys that he like went radio silent on too when he left. Really? Yeah. And, a and, lot and of that's people. That's crazy. Him, that's the Corey guy that Graves, he was like. Seth Rollins, a the few Corey guys Graves and, one I knew. Jericho yeah. I knew. Yeah, it's weird because the 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 Kingston one. He was like a super big advocate of his. You know, given the position he was in at the time too, as champion to try to get him more. Yeah. Because um, they're foreign tag champs, right? Yeah, they? yeah, yeah. So. I mean, they were both, I believe, both on the same 
Survivor Series team with the DX yeah, team? Yeah, yeah. And I think they both came from ECW at one point. Yeah. Like, or the ECW.0 or whatever. Quick little, uh, I found this out. Did you know that they did not give Kofi the Jamaican gimmick he had that on the indies and brought it with so yeah because I, I couldn't he, believe he, i didn't they know said that he used to do stuff like when uh on the road he would order food at restaurants uh, uh, so he would just like with that with that accent voice. Yeah, just yeah, to yeah. fuck around see yeah. it you gotta be careful you do the same thing with with what was the undertaker i didn't want to tell him i was singing a shower yeah 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 like, oh, shit. yeah yeah exactly uh but yeah i guess that's that's the show yeah yeah Sounds um good, yeah. i know we had a, a little bit of a lot but uh you know we had the deadline stuff mm-hmm. uh nfc's Cooking, yeah, you know, what is, I mean, I don't yeah. know, it's the Eddie Thorpe thing still lingering I'm around, so, but whatever. Yeah, um, I did enjoy the fact that you know we don't. Uh, I do like AEW doesn't always do a segment heavy intro mm-hmm. every episode, but they did have the one with Samoa Joe. He had a great. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch that. Yeah, he, he had a great um, quotable where he said, "See, uh, Hangman, you, you're mistaking yourself thinking that I'm uh, myself playing uh, the role of detective when uh, I've already decided in my head that uh, I came here as the executioner." Mm-hmm. And the crowd's like, "Oh." And I'm like, yeah, because Texas still got the death penalty, you animals. <laughs> Paige is like, no, I'm the hangman. I was about to say the same thing. He's like, well, I'm the hangman in this town. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, thank you all for doing what y'all do, man. That's supporting us while we do what we do. And that is doing this podcast for y'all every week, man. Trying to uh, obviously break down the climate on, on the wrestling culture, news, scoops, injury updates, uh, contract updates. And uh, a bunch of hot takes. I'm not going to even press y'all, man. But uh, do what y'all do, man, and hit that follow button everywhere you go uh, to support us. That is at The Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, as well as Facebook.com backslash The Quincy Jones Show. And you can also look for The Quincy Jones Show podcast everywhere you go to get podcasts, fam. Mm-hmm. I'm talking uh, iTunes. I'm yep. talking SoundCloud, yep. CastBox. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the great people over at True100Radio.com. Don't forget Pandora as well. Spotify as well. We're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much everywhere. Again, every Friday, sometimes. On Saturday, but mm-hmm. uh, we will let you know what's yeah. going on. But uh, again, tap in with us. We got the Russell Wednesdays every Wednesday, yes, man. Sir. Let us know what's on your shirt, who you rapping, man. And uh, of course, man, don't forget to check out what I got going on musically. You can check out the Quincy Jones Show, not just the podcast, but the album everywhere to go to get music. You can uh, definitely find that on Spotify as well. Um, Doc Lesnar, he does have the This Is Awesome project on Spotify. Yes, Any, honestly, anywhere you go to get music, if Spotify is not your thing. Um, look for Doc Lesnar. It's, it's going to pop up. Even on, yeah. on Instagram, on his stories. Yeah, look for Doc um, Lesnar, yeah. Quincy Jones, Quincy Jones Show, the album and the podcast, and, of course, Mega Towers, which is, the you know, us, the greatest tag team that's ever lived on God's green. You know check what and I mean? check. So, but, uh, yeah, man, where, where can they find you? They can find me at uh, Quincy Jones Go pretty much everywhere, man. Yeah. I mean, um, that, that's that's who I be. But don't forget to tap in and follow uh, Winter Circle Pro, man. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, tickets still on sale, man. Uh, January 26, 2024. Yes, sir. The huge uh, one-year anniversary show, man. We've been uh, dropping mad talent reveals. All gas, uh, no breaks. Yeah, man. It's Just been, uh, me. <laughs> no bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, it's been uh, definitely some bangers, man. I've been loving the feedback. A lot of people have been noticing we got some new faces in rotation as well yes sir uh looking forward to putting on a great show for you guys again first show the uh, the you know the new year uh again tap in with us that is at it was written and again follow us at winter circle pro and at winter circle pw on twitter to stay updated with any type of talent announcements anything that has to do with ticket sales and of course anything that has to do with uh match announcements and don't forget we also just dropped a brand new match today uh, courtesy of a, a victory lap, it is J Rod, the ultimate athlete, taking yeah. on the petite powerhouse in Zara Zacker for the women's division. Go yes. ahead and check that out at youtube.com backslash at Winter Circle Pro as well. Uh, Doc, want to let them know about the Lesnar's Lost 
Yeah, of course. Well, you guys are right now, man. If you uh, you guys like anything, are you looking for some wrestling related stuff for this uh, holiday season? Hit your boy up on Mercari under Doc Lesnar. But if you need a shortcut there, just follow me on Instagram. It's at Lesnar's underscore lots. That's at Lesnar's underscore lots. Again, from anything from a signed eight by tens to figures, whether the box, unbox, Lucy's, or you know, you guys know what it is, AW and WWE on that front. Uh, go ahead and follow your boy at Doc Lesnar for all things having to do with my music uh, career, as we mentioned earlier, Spotify or wherever your favorite. Uh, you know, uh, platform is to stream music. And then uh, follow your boy at Doc underscore KJS pod for all things to do with this podcast. As you said earlier, my man, hashtag Russell Wednesdays. And just another reminder, follow us at, you know, Winter Circle Pro. We got another talent that we just dropped today as well. Go ahead and check yes, that sir. out. And we got one more week of talent reveals. And then we'll be dropping the matches very soon, man. It was That's written. when it gets fun, y'all. That's oh, when yeah. it gets fun oh, for yeah. sure. We're, we're excited too. for that. It's on the horizon, man. I'm telling y'all. But on that note, man, I only got three words for him, my dude. And that's top guys out. Only now, 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 only now,